0: Well, actually what would start is the the, the music would play probably For the In the official, in the uh, formal video, they're wearing aprons, like mom aprons, and cooking some some kind of dough or a pie or something. (laughs) That's pretty interesting. What was the name of the band together, did it? Seriously? Come on.
1: Why am I forgetting
0: already? (laughs) Gleaming Spires. That's right. Gleaming Spires. That's right. They're gleaming in the video. If we're talking about gleaming,
1: if we're talking about gleaming spires in the sun, then you know what podcast you're listening to.
0: This is Are You Ready for the Sex Girls? Are you ready for the sex girls? A podcast about movie soundtracks. And that track is actually off the first movie soundtrack we did, Revenge of the Nerds," called Are You Ready for the Sex Girls by the Gleaming Spires? That's what we were referencing. Um, this is Gabaret Cinebay, <laughs> and my partner is Monique. <laughs> is so close to cinnabon is what I always think.
1: and Monique is so close to like Moisha.:
0: Yeah, pretty much the same.: So it's like, no, but cinnabon- it's like
1: cinnabon- it's like Cinebay, cinnabon- and right, they're together, and then Moisha goes to the mall to get a cinnabon
0: Yep. I don't get, like, cinnamon rolls are so good, but they're just a the dessert. Just, like, basically donuts. And I don't know, like, as a kid, I feel like it got kind of sold to me like that was kind of like a breakfast.
1: I, I mean, but, I, I think it was pretty much sold as, like, this is healthy. This is a healthy alternative yeah. to donuts. Yeah. Come get so a thanks Cinnabon. For
0: thanks for that, Mom. That and all the Kool-Aid and all the other stuff. Yeah, that's why we're all overweight. Which maybe we're all chat for a couple minutes about mom seeing as it's mother's day month mother's day month
1: this might be coming out a little later closer to the father's day but um uh, moms we didn't forget you but that's that why happens.
0: that's why our movie this 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 month is perfect too because it's kind of a, a little mix, bit of both isn't it? it yeah though right it kind
1: of shows what our true feelings are because essentially
0: the mom like abandons and
1: <laughs> you just like at the end you're like yeah. supposed to forgive her
0: <laughs> well, it's kind of a weird. weird I guess scenario. she has second thoughts. Everyone has that, I guess. And 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 um, what maybe I was, she was having the she could have been having baby blues or whatever. No one ever talks. They about don't
1: really much. talk about it. It's just sort of like implied that that's maybe what it
0: is a little bit, like
1: maybe like yeah. postpartum overwhelming. So yeah, I feel I mean, like we're giving. We're, I don't want really to give it away.
0: away. Yeah, we're giving away too much. Giving away
1: way <laughs> too many secrets because we have so many other things to do. We got a special
0: this is guest. episode. We got
1: two special guests, very, very, very special guests that they're going to help us introduce the movie, bring their songs, uh, bring the songs that, that they uh, like, uh, as we do with our special guests. guests.
0: One of the guests is very special. One is one is just kind of special.
1: And we're going to let the <laughs> two of them duke it out on which <laughs> who we're talking about in what way.
0: We're on episode seven. It's, Aren't
1: we really uh, lucky number lucky number eleven?
0: Yep, in May 2020 episode, so that's exciting. We keep chugging along.
1: Keep chugging along. Really, our third COVID. Uh, This is our third COVID uh, episode. I figure
0: that we can't even really call it COVID now. Oh, I mean, we can, I guess. What do you call it? But at some point, it's just like, it'll keep going forever. So we might as well just not say it's COVID. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's going to be like 15 or something.
1: episode 25 it's COVID y'all
0: yeah I know that's what I'm saying um but yeah so we've done six other flicks we probably won't go through everyone we're starting to get such a list you don't have to name them off every time but uh I mentioned our first one was Revenge of the Nerds check those other ones out um check I always like going down to try to remember Revenge of the Nerds
1: coming to America
0: Last Dragon Last Dragon just one of the guys just one of the guys uh, the dead, better off dead. Oh, better off dead and then our last episode
1: where we kind of flipped the script
0: yeah we did 90s it's Judgment Night last time Ooh. it was a little bit darker episode we were in a I, I, I already I
1: feel like we're in a better place than we were there like we were in a dark place
0: on that episode you could feel that maybe a little but also I don't know we just like that soundtrack so that's yeah. why I picked it <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, even just thinking about the soundtrack now, it feels different if you're listening to it now for some reason. Yeah, that's what I mean. Maybe because. And we said it was fun to do 90s, do a little bit of 90s, flirt with the 90s, mm-hmm. um, and change everything, little, change that around a little bit.
1: A little tickle. A little happy.
0: This, this episode. Little happy, this episode, little happy Madison or
1: whatever his name was. A little tickle on the.
0: Yeah. Happy Wilson. <laughs> happy Wilson. And Now, this one, we're not going to back. This is like. Completely the other spectrum, like pretty much just wholesome. There is yeah. some drug dealers in this film, like Judgment Night, but they are not. Uh, yeah, that's trying to introduce something that really probably didn't even need to happen. But it literally had
1: not, it has like it's like they resolve itself in the middle of the of the movie. <laughs> so why would they that? Needed like one more. more <laughs> plot yeah, line like a little thing. This
0: one is yeah. way more wholesome. The soundtrack's kind of shorter, crisper. All the songs I, are way more whole. I'll say I know I, be,
1: I I I know we talked about the this.
0: Liches. Yeah.
1: I know we talked about the soundtrack being the soundtrack that we're gonna do being um like not great, but I think there's gems on here. I do think there's gems.
0: So no, it's it's fun for what it is. This one is a good coagulation of the movie and the soundtrack together, mm-hmm. kind of like being the same, being kind of at the same level. Although this did have a lot of success, a lot more Um, commercial success generally Um, you know if you watch it now I think the movie and the soundtrack are kind of at the same level and like the same thing
2: oh
0: (laughs) I know yeah like yeah
1: yeah. that's maybe what it is right we've what we've had the like a 10 and a one movie a one and a 10 this is just like a five and a (laughs) five
0: yeah but um speaking of the 90s we're talking judgment night did you watch that last dance series that came out
1: for the Bunnies. Michael Jack or Michael Jackson.
0: <laughs> There's yeah, a different Michael, one. <laughs> ja- Michael Jackson
1: <laughs> J- Teddy Ruxpin? Yeah. J- Michael, Michael, Michael Teddy Ruxpin. Jorbson? Michael Jorbson? Jorbson? Yeah,
0: about the Bulls, like the 90s. Yeah. Bowls, but it was really kind of, you know, it was really more like about the 90s through the 90s. Bowls, yeah. You know? 90s I, is still, like, again, time. you know how
1: I watch all this stuff is when I'm running. So it's really, I was just paying that uh, attention to the soundtrack. Uh, Oh, they were, were playing. Yeah, I mean, you you're listening to the people talk, um, and then yeah, yeah it's really just like a nostalgia for the '90s. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, a that's lot of people,
0: um, a lot of people like the series. Kelly and I watched it, and we really enjoyed it. It was fun. Um, we didn't we didn't watch it from the beginning. We just waited till it was like eight episodes, and then started watching it. And I and I watching it just made me love the really the NBA in the '90s too. Was pretty fun. Yeah, I And mean, it was a little bit more. Um, you know, you could be a little bit more physical kind of yeah, and, like, and then it's just
1: yeah, I mean it's and then you're like realizing like the Suns guy well it was uh, uh when it was Barkley and um uh,
0: uh what was his name? Who was the point guard? Patrick Ewing, there's um
1: No, I'm saying like the two guys from the Suns were it was Barkley and then they, they had, had a good point guard. Yeah and Marley. And then
0: Marley and Barkley were like one of the best teams on NBA Jam. Oh yeah. That's what it made me think. Yeah, of... but pretty much like everyone the Bulls themselves and then everyone the Bulls played in like a couple year spurts in the finals had were the best NBA jam team. <laughs> like if it was NBA Jam one or something or two.
1: What was NBA jam for the Bulls? Or was it just Jordan and Pippen?
0: Yeah. They had actually I don't know if they ever had I think maybe one of them had Jordan. I can't I I thought maybe like they never got Jordan, like they couldn't buy him out or something. Yeah, I thought you when
1: you were the Bulls, it was like Horace Grant. Yeah, it's and, like
0: Pippen and Horace Grant because um, they couldn't afford Jordan or Jordan didn't let him use him or something didn't work out. Is that what it was? Yeah. Well, then pretty much, that's what I'm saying. Pretty much everybody else got on there. So that's what I'm saying. Most other teams mm-hmm. that they end up playing, like Ewing and Starks, um, you know, all the other great teams through that decade got there. Yeah, that ended up. that's what
1: I'm saying. They ended up being the best. That makes sense. And that's why they were the, the
0: best in the game, <laughs> like the best team to be in. Yeah, but um, I mentioned it too because, like you mentioned, a lot of people are talking about the soundtrack, and when I was watching, I couldn't help but notice the soundtrack too was pretty decent. It was a little bit heavy sometimes on the, um, what do you call it, Biggie Smalls and um, P. Diddy side. Yeah. But once it like just a little bit, but otherwise the collection, though, was pretty nice. They had a bunch of different tracks on there. Um, they had a Soul Coughing, Super Bon Bon. Yeah, that so much so,
1: a, a friend um, actually texted me and said soul coughing on last day. Yeah,
0: really? Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Pearl Jam, Present Tense, um, Party Man by Prince. Here's, I'm just throwing out some tracks. Rhythm Nation, Janet Jackson. Oh. Yeah, you had,
1: somebody was going like, not super deep, but they were like uh, us. They were like one of us. Yeah. Putting like Party Man, that was a good, Party Man I thought was the best Party one. Party Man's really good. Uh, because obviously, it, it. You automatically think of uh, the the Nicholson scene, uh, yeah, with, of being Joker. Yeah, but then that's just such a sweet song too. The whole the whole Prince. I mean, if we wanted to really do a soundtrack sometime, we might do it for real. It'd be doing, uh, you know, Batdance, the whole Batman soundtrack that's done by Prince. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that's not in our. It's something we could do. It's just like it, it'd be like a special episode because yeah. not
0: necessarily. The and the Bart we're usually looking for. And the Bart man when we were singing that the other day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it also had um I had sex in the nineties by Prof. That one. Oh yeah, that's a good I'm one. Just kidding, they didn't have that in there. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> Why not? I don't know, but um, Prof was like, "No way, I'm not giving myself to
1: this schlock."
0: <laughs> it was funny. um, Cardiff came up to me and um, like a few weeks ago. And uh,
1: what was that? Hey, what was that rapper that you always liked in the '90s? That was kind of like, but he was white, but he was like funny. Do you remember? He was like a weird. Oh, he's almost like a weird out rapper. Oh,
0: MC Paul Barman.
1: MC Paul Barman. Yeah. That's,
0: yeah. He has some good tracks.
1: Actually, just put even though it has nothing to do with anything we're talking
0: about, let's just put on a Paul Barman. <laughs> oh, no, right that's now. okay. We'll, we'll play one at the end for the closing. How about that? Like, <laughs> okay. Winona Ryder <laughs> going insider. Oh. Yeah, that's what I, I just
1: remember there being. Yeah, he was like his, Yeah, one of he the had, songs like, funny he dismiss, all
0: these actresses that he likes and then just has like filthy
1: <laughs> some kind of thing about yeah.
0: it. Sigourney I, Weaver. I won't even say that one. It's not worth it. I want to, yeah, but she's got a furry beaver exactly. But um no, but it was funny. I didn't even like provoke this, but Carter came to me a few weeks ago, and he just like out of the blue, he's just like, "Hey, do you know they're making a Space Jam too?" <laughs> so the Space Jam one we mentioned uh, a couple times in different episodes for fun, and that was with Michael Jordan. That one with Bugs Bunny, yeah, and all the Looney Tunes. I guess playing basketball against aliens for the fate of the planet, which makes perfect sense. um mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but Space Jam Two is coming out two thousand twenty one, starring LeBron James. Oh,
1: James. I mean, That's why it. do we keep everything we keep talking about? Yeah, you talk about Space Jam. I remember like not really caring about Space Jam, but it's funny when when you move to Chicago, there there is like a like the, the people that are like our age and maybe a little, bit, I guess because they were even that much more Bulls obsessed if they were from the Chicagoland area or the suburbs they like love space, like love Space Jam. Like, I they don't love it. it. So it's it's one of those
0: movies that lately I've <laughs> yeah. been on with the kids. I watch like seven minutes and I walk out because I just don't. I... But
1: oh, the it's kids... horrible. Yeah, you got, I mean, it's like, it's because it's all the things that like Chicago people liked with with um, yeah. Bill Murray and then Chicago Bull, and then I guess maybe they like Looney Tunes. I don't know. Well, I guess I Six Flags is people, here. Six Flags it didn't do well. It wasn't to... Yeah, it's a garbage yeah. movie. Yeah. But I'm saying it they like play it as like the independent you know at all the theaters and stuff and people go. I, I do that. You see people with
0: What? Yeah, they're wearing like, the they, I mean I like the beginning stuff. movie. It yeah. shows Michael Jordan as a young kid like trying like shooting with his dad. That's like the best part. And <laughs> after that he, 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 I but, only
1: liked when it was like a, the version of the Steve Miller band song. Fly,
0: Fly like, like an, an eagle. eagle. To the sea. See. Um yeah, but I just thought it was funny because party's like not I mean, I don't talk to him a lot about movies like that. Or Seal. And Seal like did that, Soundtracks yeah. and stuff, and he just, like, randomly came out of nowhere. Um, the other thing we noticed was um, they came out with a va-
1: So, wait, is he excited to see it? Or no, yeah, the like kids
0: it? actually like Space Jam. But, like I said, I just watch the first okay. seven minutes and leave and then they've been watching you know, and then they would love
1: Yeah, there's, like, certain kids' movies that you can – it's so funny that – and I guess that maybe it may changes at certain ages or whatever it is. And we try to put on like kid-friendly movies for Elliot. He'll go, "Oh, is this a kid movie?" And he's like, "No, thank you." But then if we put on like an adult one, he's like, "This is for adults." Or you go, "Yeah," and he goes, "But it's a nice adult one." And we're like, "Yeah," and then he's like, "Okay."
0: <laughs> That's great. Um, but maybe at
1: some point. But I remember like with the time we showed Cardiff. Uh, when he was around Elliot's age, and he we had him watch, uh, what's it called? The, the
0: David Holy Lynch Williams, movie. Blue Velvet? <laughs>
1: yeah, you know, uh, Mahalan Drive. <laughs> Mulholland Drive. All, actually, we just made him stay up all night watching Paul David Lynch. That. And
3: I don't know what he's saying now.
0: Um, no, but I, I was mentioning that we also saw there's a Valley Girl reboot that came out. And, um, it was one of those movies they've oh. done where, you know, they just released it. It was supposed to be in theaters, but they just put it straight to, you know, where you can buy it on the TV. Yeah. Oh yeah. But it's, um, it looks, <laughs> and we've talked about Valley Girl a couple of times looks... and do the original one, you know, sometimes.
1: Yeah. Because of, uh, what's her name? Uh, too, was yeah. It, uh... Uh, yeah. E.G. EG Daily. Daily.
0: But obviously it's Nicholas Cage and I forget the, the main girl's name, but, um, but they, I think they did this one like a like High School Musical, so they have Uh-oh. they picked a bunch of eighty songs. They said they tried to pick ones that weren't just cliche eighty, but they seem like they are. And then they just have the cast sing them like a musical through the through the movie. So it seems pretty okay. I it seems okay. pretty watered down. Are you sure? I figured when I told you that you'd be the first one to check it out.
1: I guess I'll look. I mean, I don't even love, I don't know that I love Valley Girl. You don't? I,
0: I like that movie. Yeah. It's pretty good. When was the last time you saw it? You just, I, I don't it's know. been a while. Um, I watched uh, St. Elmo's Fire. I think I t- mentioned that to you. It was pretty bad. Yeah. I actually hadn't seen that one. I, I hadn't seen that one. I watched that and Escape, Escape from New York. Both of those flicks. I'm um, I I surprised I've never seen both of those. But Saint Almost Fire was horrible. Escape from New York was was decent. Was pretty good.
1: I still like St. Almost Fire. You do? Did you even see it? What didn't you like is it about
0: it? Is it, is it? Oh yeah, I've seen it a bunch of times. Fire to this movie. On the soundtrack. I don't want on the soundtrack. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, why well, didn't I like it? What didn't you like oh about gosh, it? What do you like? Everything is horrible about it—the script, the, the acting, like just ridiculous. Um, Emilio, it's just the them guy, being like, awesome. What do you mean? Stalker, and he's like supposed to be like this cool guy in the movie or something. Oh. But he just stalks this girl and won't leave her alone and stuff. He's insane. That's awesome.
1: It's just called like that's page. how you get a woman. There's no other better. There's no better way to show someone that you yeah, love them.
0: Um, another item disorder.
1: What do you mean and Andrew McCarthy like loving the like his friend's girl you That's know, they're all maybe friends the
0: best part but they don't even play it out right like I don't know I don't know It's really weird after that
1: He's he's it's just about like yuppies after college
0: Yeah that's that's probably right.
1: why I think if you when you look at it in 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 its time it was
0: still horrible
1: uh, It was probably <laughs> a
0: I don't think a lot of people think it even that. That makes more sense. Um, We mentioned Disorderly's last episode, so I just spent a little time checking out the soundtrack. Um, We talked about how um, you mentioned it's probably all Fat Boys. How many – take a stab at how many songs were Fat Boy songs on the soundtrack? You, You saw my notes.
4: No, I get it! Yes, I, did. <laughs> I swear
0: to God. I just, yeah, I'm literally guessing because I'm going, it,
1: how thought. would it be? Yeah, because it's like, if you're going, guess how much, what would be the extreme? <laughs> like, a movie with featuring them would have zero
0: or one, I guess. Yeah, there there's, uh, there was only one, which is surprising, isn't it?
1: Because I do... That is a little bit. Like, at least on something like that, right, you'd have like... Uh, I don't know, like the top tracks, maybe two, You know, I don't know, or something yeah. like. that. Oh,
0: it's not even that. Like that. They just have one track no. them, and that's it. Yeah. And really, the soundtrack's pretty decent with the other tracks they put together. So I've got it. I added to the list now potential episodes because it's not just Fat Boys. Even if if it was just Fat Boys, it'd probably be the next episode. Maybe <laughs> we do, but with only one <laughs> Fat Boy songs.
1: Well, so that's disappointing, but maybe fun. But wow, what a slap in the face to, to the fact! Yeah,
0: I guarantee, well, I don't know what happened there. You think they do some kind of joint deal, but maybe that didn't, you know, they just got them for the movie. That was fun.
1: Maybe they were like, yeah, maybe the movie company, it's a lot of times, right, we've seen this, right? The movie companies own or have affiliations with the, with the record company. And so maybe they are where the record company that they were signed with, wasn't the same as the movie company, you know?
0: They who knows?
1: They didn't want them to profit off of that.
0: Yeah, that. Uh, Disorderly came out in nineteen eighty-seven. That's the year this movie we're doing this this month came out as well. Keep dropping hints. Uh,
1: <laughs> you're dropping, you're dropping hints no. like a cinnabon.
0: Gabare. Oh yeah, I guess our real names are Mike and Sean Batcher in case anyone didn't Yeah. Oh yeah. But, oh, yeah. It's not really- <laughs> Monique and, and, uh,
1: (laughs) yeah, sorry. Just, uh, we're trying to avoid lawsuits. Um, we're not actually the mother and daughter, uh, who who played mother and daughter.
0: Um, wanted to chat. We mentioned earlier that, uh, it was mother's day this month. And so I just wanted to chat a few things on that. Um, I actually talked with our mom a little bit and, um, kind of went, through with her what her favorite mom movies were, her mom soundtracks, and just wanted to go through a bit of that. She um, she kind of threw out the ones that I I pretty much wrote wrote them down. I wrote them down.
1: Wait, so before we do this, she she, why didn't we bring her on the podcast? So she's not the guest. She didn't want to be on the podcast.
0: What? Mom. Yeah, no, yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> well, we didn't even ask her. We didn't ask her. <laughs> we just okay. We didn't ask her. She didn't say no, and then we didn't ask our other guests. That's the story, and we're sticking to it. Um, yeah. but I wrote That's down what we're that we're sticking to mom it. Mom was saying that I asked her, and she came out with the same exact ones and ones we talked about before when we talked to Laura and um, and Kelly on one episode. too. steel magnolias, uh, fried green tomatoes, Little Women. The only one that I didn't really just think about was she said Heidi was Shirley Temple. Heidi.
1: Yeah, she yep. likes Shirley Temple. So um, um but yeah, that's about uh, yeah, that's about right. The per you know what the perfect gift for mom would just be to get her um though they already have it, but just like the stars streaming app. Because
0: that's where all those movies oh, on are on stars, yeah. I thought it might be nice to yeah. just maybe play one little tune from Heidi for a minute. For mom, is that okay? Oh,
1: Sure, but do you also have? Um, I like Heidi. Do you have anything from Fried no, Green Tomatoes? That's true.
0: <laughs> you,
1: how about Steel Magnolias? Oh, no, I
0: went through. Like, where it's kind like one the one Creole song during the wedding that's decent.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The down on the bayou. Yeah, that one. Da-da-da-da-da. No, we're to listen
0: to that. We're gonna to listen to the Heidi one. Be mom's favorite. All right. Ready? All right.
4: My new shoes They are made out of wood Such nice little shoes Don't you think they look good I can dance all around With the greatest of ease I can jump from the ground To the tops of the trees I'll tell you something I'm going to fly. Put on your shoes And away we'll fly
0: I don't know. That's a nice song. It's fun. (laughs) I
1: don't know. I just don't feel like you can listen to Shirley Temple
0: and not feel a little dirty. It just feels like... um... Wizard of Oz or something.
1: Or all- yeah, something that what right? What year's that? What year was
0: 1937. that? 1937. 37. I'm surprised. I thought she'd say. Um, I thought you would also say Miner's daughter because I got him that soundtrack that has some decent songs on it. Mm-hmm. But I guess I didn't add the um, the soundtrack element to it. A lot of people are on. Uh, What is
1: what's what's Heidi? What is she talking about? What is she talking
0: about? about Magic wooden shoes, the wood like the wood Dutch shoes, or something. I don't know. I haven't seen the movie, so I don't really know. But there's some there's some fierce debate online about about who the best movie mom is. Do you have any entries you can think of, or are mom movies? Either one of those that come come to mind
1: like who who is the best movie mom Meaning, I'd say
0: let's talk about um for two minutes just best movie mom best movie movie mom movie
1: are we doing like movie 80s mom
0: maybe i don't know best movie mom soundtrack like song or something anything Uh, come to mind or
1: (laughs) i gotta think about (laughs) it for a second um, let's see, movie mom. I would go, and we're, we're thinking '80s. Who comes to mind? But I feel like did we talk about this not too long ago?
0: Is Throw Mama from the Train uh, in the '80s. Yeah, but
1: that's like <laughs> the mom from that's like the mom from Goonies. Yeah.
0: She's Stop just them like them a
1: bad, just mean. She's like, she's, from an outside perspective, she's the most
0: entertaining mom. Stop that from shoot with, um, his it's um, Stallone and, yeah.
1: Estelle Getty, yeah. Those are all, are you just thinking of yeah. one with the
0: word <laughs> mom? <laughs> that was the initial thought. No, what I had after looking at it for a while um, was, um, the mom from Christmas Story. Mrs. Parker.
1: She's yeah, good. she was good. Uh I always thought like the mom from Karate oh, she's Kid.
2: Great.
1: Like she was just like her uh, like because they were I she I think they were a single you know, she's a single mom. So she was always like a like she was a relatable mom. Um who else was a good one in the eighties? That's a tough
0: one. Well maybe we can come back um, to it if nothing's just coming to how about? No, how about, I'm thinking moms with soundtracks Yeah, or anything?
1: Like okay, so now what we're we talking about? Are we talking movie soundtrack one, or sound? So
0: the reason soundtrack. I know is that there was one that came to my mind when I thought about. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you yeah, had something. one that to came to my mind it. that I could not like when I thought about eighties movie soundtrack moms. It came to my my head. Do you want me to just tell you which one I was thinking?
1: I mean, I always just, it's so hard for me to like generalize because then I just automatically go to our mom and then all, all that comes into my head is just Amy <laughs> Grant. But that, that was one of the challenge. first just, Like fucking Amy Grant just like
0: getting smashed into my face is, is all to, I think of. With like uh, MC Hammer. Yeah. CMC yeah. Yeah. Music Factory and Janet Jackson. Um, no, mine—the one that came to my head for soundtrack and songs, like best song ever, was uh, Troop Beverly Hills Cookie Time*.
1: Oh that's yeah, I mean, word. come on, that's no fair that you even get to claim. I think I'm I just—did I, think it, didn't I, not I not randomly claim. send yeah, you *Cookie Time*? Yeah. Oh, I think we should Dude, listen to that though. That's pretty this the good. One that
0: goes out to all moms. Yeah.
1: This one's just for all moms in
2: nice?
1: general yeah. because you know what we say when we see you? We say, hey, moms, it's cookie
2: time. Okay.
0: put that down as the best song ever
1: made (laughs) yeah maybe you know what never moms we take it back this cookie time goes out to just the world and it's the best song of all time
0: i don't care a couple things that would be so
1: nice and you got to give it up that's shelly that is shelly long singing that for real
0: you could tell it's her voice on it and the the girl, the main girl that sings in this, that has like the Tina Turner wig on. She actually wrote the song.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah, so she has a little girl songwriter. Pretty cool. I guess she right. was like a singer, you know. Then um, that's why they got her. Like, like a, kid a performer, singer, that's how, singer part yeah. Of why she got into the movie? Not just because of the song, but she could also act. You know, it was like her whole thing. You know, triple threat. And you got is it. Isn't Jenny Lewis? Isn't Coming that to America daughter? Jenny Lewis? Yeah, yeah. It was crazy. Um, you know when COVID started up, they were just selling all the Girl Scout cookies. And uh, one of the down mm-hmm. around the corner, our neighbors, the one of the girls there is like the troop mom, and she had gotten like six hundred box of cookies for her whole troop to sell. <laughs> but then they couldn't sell them, you know, because of COVID. So then they were just oh, trying to no. like mass sell them. So we bought like 40 boxes or something in
1: particular. And like <laughs> yeah, you guys have 600 boxes, boxes of and
0: things girls. like that. And like other family yeah. and stuff. All right. So I don't know anything else about mom movies you want to mention or anything? Otherwise, we can get on to talking about the movie. We didn't have much, um, really, any Omer- errors or omissions and things I took down last time. We probably had some. I just didn't, none were really noticeable. It felt like we just knew that soundtrack yeah. and movie so well as we talked about. Yeah. We've seen it so many
1: times. Um just uh, yeah, just shout out to Judgment Night again because it was uh, it seemed timely. It's uh to do it when we did it last month. But yeah, I agree with you. Like I don't feel like if we could,
0: um, I think we picked the perfect time. That sort of, um, kind sort of that couple in. weeks in. Um, all right, so should we? Yeah. Um, um, sorry, I right, said get to the movie. We actually need to bring our guests on. And uh, the part of the thing is, um, the guests are going to be some hints, uh, some additional hints to the movie we're doing a- again tonight. So you guys should probably already know what this is from all the stuff we've dropped, but <laughs> whatever, it's fun. Yeah. Uh, but if you don't,
1: then you're a true. Are you ready for the sex girl's head?
0: Oh yeah, let's. Bring I would say on. bring
1: them on. And while we say jump, yep. And while we're saying jump, right in. Um, speaking of which, jump right in. Three eleven. B's favorite song. That
3: and jump around. Yes, very much.
1: But guess what, folks? As we already told you at the, at the top, we're not in the
3: nineties. Uh-huh.
1: We're in the eighties. Am I right or am I right?
3: <laughs> you said it, brother.
0: That's right, so should we formally introduce the guests? Yeah, as we mentioned earlier, we're having a couple guests tonight, a couple very special guests. Um, we've had a few other guests on the previous episode.
1: Who have we had? I think we had we've had, had...
0: John. We had our wives.
1: I'm, I only remember Dr. John. Was there any else? Our <laughs> two like wives.
0: That. Of course, we forget them. Oh, okay, so. yeah. The yeah, old ball and ball. ball. The whole time, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but not a lot of, not everybody knows this, maybe, but the property brothers actually have a third brother.
1: H- and his, his name, his name is Brian.
0: And he's with us to,
1: and he's with this us right now. This
3: is Brian Property Brothers. Stephen Baldwin. <laughs> yeah,
2: Stephen,
1: this
0: is Steven Baldwin.
1: Guys, we have a super special guest on with us tonight. This is this Stephen is,
0: Baldwin. On
1: Are You Ready for the Welcome to girl?
3: Biodome.
0: Millie Millie and Vanilli have a third brother called Twilly.
1: Twilly? Actually it's Millie Vanilli and then his name's just Twitty? like Chocolate. Chocolate Thunder. Um, but actually we have Twitty. a couple guests.
0: We also have all
1: right, we gotta we gotta just so just so you know, um uh, the, Mikey has a problem with the race stuff on this. I don't know if you've heard the podcast, but so we just don't even go into that territory Yikes. anymore. He'll go off on, on whatever. So just don't even yeah. go over
0: there. Go ahead. Um, we have another guest as well. We, if you want to introduce her? Oh,
1: we, we do. And so uh, and maybe you all get the theme. So uh, this is, um, well, we, we've been calling her Toot. Uh, this, is, this is Toot uh, because Elliot's been liking, uh, my son Elliot has been liking the program Ricky Zoom. And the little sister on that is called Toot. Ricky Zoom is a motorcycle, and he has a baby motorcycle named Toot. So, everyone, this is Toot, a.k.a. Amelie. Your
0: daughter. Welcome, Amelie. <laughs> so, as we mentioned, we, me- we so, mentioned.
1: Yeah, I mean, do you, do you want to know? I know what she said right there, but do you just want to keep it mysterious no, for right I'm now? Or I, mean, I can-
0: want to be a translator. That's fine.
1: She said, "Is that Millie Vanilli and Chocolate Thunder?" <laughs> She's How a big she fan know? of.
0: I know she <laughs> would know.
1: That's bullshit. So we have what's so great about this? We actually got her um, little baby headphones to connect. Uh, they make them now for
0: That's three months old. Three months old, because I know she would know Vanilli and Chocolate Thunder, but there's no way she knows uh, Millie. Or <laughs> yeah. Twitty. Yeah, or Tweety Twitty. twitty. <laughs>
3: Oh. No, Thirty-three. So,
0: we had, we so that's to, so, yeah. So that's what we have. As we mentioned earlier, it's a hint towards the movie tonight, which we will reveal at the end of our little segment. We'll, in question with will. these guys. So,
1: but essentially, what you have to know is this is our younger brother, Brian. So there's three Brian. men,
4: there's
1: three and then there's, <laughs> and then there's another. <laughs> Little, also the youngest in the family. I think, it's,
0: but I yes, think the movie's Three and Amigos.
1: That. Yeah, it is. Remember when in Three Amigos they yeah. save a baby?
0: <laughs> oh. <or laughs> it, it really could be Three Fugitives, because there's a little girl in that, remember? It,
2: it, oh,
1: maybe it is. Nolte. That Schwartz. little girl. He's the little girl. Yep. and martin short uh that has so some good guys, songs on it
0: <laughs> do approved show, um i just we were just chatting about mothers it's mother's day this month so we were chatting a little bit about mother's day movies and um i just wanted you guys to know that uh we didn't originally invite our mom on the show um prior to you guys and she didn't say no and um and then we didn't then ask you guys as a backup when she said no. So I just want to, like, come clear with that. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate nice. it. So I'm glad I'm not the backup to my
0: <laughs> So let's just – let me go to my first – we have a few questions for you, B and Amelie, and then, like we do with other guests, they're going to bring mm-hmm. B and Amelie of coordinator. Oh,
1: wait, hold on. Amelie's, Amelie's um, baby um, headphones are kind of falling off here. Let okay. me adjust them. Okay, Okay, now we got a few
0: questions I've put together, B. Okay, and I'm like, you guys can answer them. All right, so let's. I'll go back and forth between you a little bit. So the first ones for B. B. um, Who was the first person you told that you were pregnant with me?
3: (laughs) Oh gosh, with you? Yeah, with me. (laughs) I mean, I guess our father, but like he was kind of disappointed when I told him. Man, It wasn't ready. That's making, me, that's
0: making me tear up. Okay, this one's for <laughs> Amelie. Amelie, what would you have named Sean if he was the opposite gender?
2: <laughs>
1: Are you guys getting, have you got, just from that first, I thought maybe my first interpretation would be like your Rosetta Stone for everything that Amelie says. So can you guess what she said there?
0: Oh, I see you're saying we've gotten some cool. code.
2: Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. I when I gave said, you the one more. I think she...
0: she said she would have named you Shañette. Yeah. Which is. <laughs> <laughs> she said Seanette or. Uh, we are the girls of rock and roll. <laughs> we are the girls. Yeah. <laughs> Chip. All right. One more for B. B. Um, <laughs> did you ever lose me in the supermarket or anywhere else?
3: Um, Growing up? No, I didn't necessarily lose you anywhere, but I mean, what I do remember vividly is you taking a shit in our van on our way down to Florida. That was
0: actually
3: to Colorado. Colorado, and having to say that
0: we lost a part of me then.
3: Yeah, was a little bit. I lost a piece of myself that day too. We.
1: We all did when Mikey shit his pants in the van. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: all right, will even with
0: Amelie, one more, one more question. Amelie, okay. what, was, uh, what was Sean's favorite flavor of baby food growing up? Oh, man. That's crazy. Uh,
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: that is. I didn't know Amelie knew that, but I guess she's kind of been listening more often to our conversations <laughs> that she would know that my favorite. Uh, baby food was kale, kale, asparagus. <laughs> so very, uh, <laughs> I was very, I was very health conscious when I was an infant. What uh, <laughs> the when, kale and, is
0: going on right now? Yeah,
1: and <laughs> St. Louis and Missouri is just known
0: for having like super healthy stuff uh, just in general. <laughs> Missouri, I think State. it was just like, I think your baby food was just Kool Aid baby food or something. Yeah, it was
1: mostly, yeah. It was like, cool. And it was like, it was in cool. the
0: Dr. Spock book, it said in the Dr. Spock book to like, feed you that, and that was all good and stuff. Yeah. So, liver, liver, like, Kool-Aid and liver mixed together or something.
1: Kool-Aid and barbecue and like, Emo's pizza.
0: And Little Debbie's.
1: And then like, just Little Debbie uh, cake rolls. Where you eat the chocolate off
0: first, then
1: lick out the inside, then eat the cake part.
0: Sean, do you got any questions for them, or do you want to get yeah, to Yeah, no. Um, so, B, uh,
1: did you ever lose me in a supermarket? <laughs> <laughs> I did that one. <laughs> no. I
3: why, why would I lose you guys in a supermarket? That means- <laughs> <laughs> Very specific question. <laughs>
0: hey, I was clear that we didn't invite mom. Yeah.
3: B, yeah. <laughs> well, so sorry. That dude. was so the I questions. So, so you thought mom. She didn't the say questions no. will be exactly. the same. No.
1: Exactly. It doesn't mean doesn't mean you change your line of questioning because you never know what can come of this.
3: <laughs> oh my gosh. But just what so, you, so you know, me? you weren't
1: second fiddle. <laughs>
3: All hey, right. B, well, that's good. Uh, I have one more for B.
1: B, when you graduated high school in 1972,
2: mm-hmm.
1: how did you know that Jack Betcher was the one?
3: Well, I mean, when he pulled up in that Gremlin, I was pretty turned on. Very good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Only thing that's faulty in your memory is that mom owned the
0: country, it was not dad.
1: And your, right, sing- yeah.
0: and your singles pick is from the movie Gremlins? Yes. He yes. Gabriel? He
1: is on the, the Gremlins soundtrack. Amelie? Amelie, I have one question for you. How much do you love daddy?
2: How much do you love
1: daddy?
0: I think she said not at all. Yeah, I know. That's
1: the thing. That's she the thing. Now that you guys
0: know. Now that you guys know what she's saying, that's exactly what she
1: just said. Me no She she basically said in baby language, me no likey,
0: thumbs down. She just did a doodle. That was it.
1: She did a diddle, (laughs) then a doodle. She did a diddle, then a doodle, and then I found cocaine in her diapers.
0: We've dropped like (laughs) two or three hints so far in this first (laughs) in this little thing. Yeah, no. so nice. kind of nice? Uh, B, do you have any? You have any uh, favorite Mother's Day movies that come to mind?
1: Um, we your... I mean, we're technically calling this the Mother's Day. Yes, I guess.
0: Is that the? No, just just it happened different. to be in this month.
2: Okay. Yeah.
3: Mother's Day. Well, I was looking specifically at birth. Uh...
0: No, yeah, yeah, no. We'll get into that in a minute. I was just thought of maybe if anything came to mind, favorite mom movies. If not, uh, we can just get into your pick. Uh, I don't know. I
3: mean, there was Go that Susan Sarandon. Wasn't there a the Susan Sarandon movie? I don't know, where she like had cancer or something. It wasn't that a Mother's Uh-oh. Day movie. Step something mom? like that. Uh, I think it's called mom? Mother's Day. It's was, it was called Mother's Day. It was from the producer of the
1: Day. And no, she didn't have cancer. She just had like this wanderlust
0: to meet the Mister Right. You know how they have like Rocky 8 and stuff like that? Yeah. I was always wonder why they didn't have like that for women's like, you know, based movies. Like there should be a steel magnolia set. Where up. the
1: where the where the horse where the wild horses go part nine.
3: Yeah. Fried, <laughs> whatever the fuck.
0: Fried, <laughs> the fuck
3: fried really green know? tomatoes.
0: Oh my god. Yeah, fried green <laughs> tomatoes six. They should have made like five or six. So steel five.
1: Magnolia's know. twenty-five.
0: Exactly. And Sally Fields, like, uh, great-granddaughter is like, I don't know, training. (laughs) Training to become diabetic? Yeah. (laughs) And then the Russian, no, I don't know.
1: (laughs) The Russian boxer out. (laughs) Some dude.
0: Yeah, we'll figure that out.
1: Okay, so no Mother's Day. What about, um, what's a good mother? I mean, we've just now dropped the real Mother's Day ones. They're never actually about Mother's Day. It's all those. uh, Rom com 90s. Or what were they? I wouldn't even call them rom coms. They're not that. What are they? Mom movies? What is that genre? Mom comms. Mom comms. Com. Com. But they're not com. really that fun. There's only funny parts, like little segments that are funny. And then it's like they're actually really sad
0: because people are always mom dying. Mom cries. Mom cries.
1: Mom cries. Mommy cries. Mama yeah. cry. Mom cries. Mom crimes. Mom crimes. Not mom cries.
0: Not mom crimesy. Cries. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe in Z's anymore. <laughs> All right, let's get into Mom now cries just let's get into V's. <laughs> Or being Amelie's pick, so an Amelie. Uh, oh yeah, we're not going to ask Amelie what her favorite Mother's Day oh, movie oh, yeah, is or geez, Mother's. Sorry, style movie. sorry, her headphones must have fallen off again.
1: Yeah, hold on. Yeah, so I, I know you guys heard that one loud and clear. Um, her and mommy are just in love right now, and and actually, Mikey, I think that you would probably, uh, if you showed it to Kelly, and be crack for her as well. Uh, it's just a documentary called Babies on Netflix. It's just about babies. Oh yeah, that's ten, put, like, ten part series about babies.
0: I thought she did say Precious, which got a little heavy. <laughs> um, <laughs>
2: oh, <God. laughs> she doesn't love uh, Cinebay. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Isn't that the opposite really of day Mother's Day? day? <laughs> actually... <laughs> that's like the worst. There's
2: Laura.
1: Worst day. Laura. Jeez, Laura, Laura does. Um, Laura does mirror her mothering style happy after. Mothers, uh, by Laura. Happy Mother's Day, Laura. <laughs> Precious. <laughs> What's her name? Why can't I remember her name right now? Um, the
0: golem from Lord of the Rings. No, the mom. Uh Monique. Monique. Yeah. All right. Should we get into so Laura? Let's get into their pick. All right, let's get into their All picks right, so, or songs. So to tie into the movie we're doing today, um, you guys kind of looked at some, well, maybe I shouldn't say it, huh? <laughs> kind of, you said you looked into some baby themes?
2: Mm-hmm. Right, B? Yep. Yeah. Um, you,
0: Emily, how about you?
1: Yeah. Both, both are saying yes right both, now. So like, we
0: do, yes. so like we do with most of our guests, we just have them come in with a nice random single pick. Um, just to get another set of eyes with some different tunes that Sean and I look at. So it's really a fun thing to have uh B and Omley on here and coordinate on their their pick and hear what they've got. So B, why don't you tell us uh, kind of what your pick is, what movie, and so on and so forth. And we'll go why you picked it. Yeah.
3: All right. Um,
2: and then
1: we will uh we'll go ahead.
3: Uh yeah, picked uh pick the movie uh related to babies, obviously. Uh look who's talking. And there's there's babies in that? I mean, there's like a. I thought it was dogs. There's an adult. I thought it was dogs called Bruce Willis, who's acting like a Is there a Chihuahua that's Hispanic? Yeah. No, that's, isn't
1: there
3: like a Chihuahua from somewhere in California? That's Hollywood, <laughs> Hollywood. That's Hollywood Chihuahua. Oh, okay. <laughs> Is it, okay. I thought Holly <laughs> right.
0: University gave birth to a Chihuahua dog.
3: Kirstie Alley? Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it, didn't, yeah. it only racistly is Hispanic.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then don't, doesn't that, doesn't Kirstie Alley then go to summer school and be a teacher?
3: <laughs> Technically, I think that's just meshing all these movies that she's in into your guys' oh, heads together. Yeah. Altogether.
1: Oh. Uh, yeah. We're, we're, you know, we're not really good with movies. Cheers to that. <laughs> Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, Fraser, me up. No, I
0: know this is the one with the sperm.
3: <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, right. This is the well. I out. mean, I mean, there's multiple. <laughs> there's multiple sperm scenes. There's well, one. I actually there's one in the beginning yeah, actually, the Laura movie. and I Sorry, what?
0: Say it again, B. Yeah. Oh, I was just gonna say, yeah, say, it, please. Sorry.
3: Oh, I was saying in the beginning of the movie, there's the sperm scene, which is the uh, Beach Boys uh, "I Get Around" song, but. Uh, Ooh, that's a good, good, which good is a good one as well, but um, this one is Pete Townsend, uh, Let My Love Open the Door, where it kind of sets up the uh, basis of the trilogy, which is Look Who's Talking, and uh, starts <laughs> with the second movie, and them giving birth to their second child, Kirstie Alley, and uh, John Travolta. It's kind of what happens. Oh, at
0: the end of the movie or something? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Ooh, so yep. it sets up the sequel. Uh... Yep. But so in the a, sequel, Bruce Willis is still the voice of the second child.
3: Correct. And then I think... Uh, <laughs> Even though he's What's her? Struthers? Uh, <laughs> she's like the voice of the girl. I don't know. Or Roseanne Barr is, actually.
0: <laughs> oh, right.
3: In
0: the second one? <laughs> right. Yeah,
3: in the second one.
0: Oh, my gosh. That filthy... But that
1: I think at the end Rose of the Ann first... Barr. <laughs> Isn't it at the end of the first? At the yes, end of the first, when up. the baby first comes out, yeah. it's Joan Rivers.
3: Uh yeah, it's Joan Rivers, correct. And then they they obviously were like, "We made a bad choice, and so we need to
0: <laughs> re- recast some bullshit continuity." <laughs> That's that <laughs> is. The They're
1: destroying the L W T U L L T.
0: L- 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 LWT. LWT universe? L-W- <laughs> Yes. That's horseshit Who was it? was Terrence Howard, right? That got replaced with Don Cheadle
1: Yeah. And so what how did that work out? Not well. Not good, but Terrence Same thing. How, I heard
0: Terrence Howard was being a dick though.
1: Yeah, and I heard Joan Rivers was being a real bitch and as she the was, voice she was of out. a baby <laughs> for like nine for six, nine For nine, nine seconds. Nine seconds.
0: She was like, "Make the, what a... make the money flow like a river." I'm not doing. Look who's talking to.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she. Real quick. Yeah, I was just going to wanted the multi-million a, dollar deal. Real quick. So,
0: real
1: quick. The best part of those sperm scenes is um, when Laura and I were trying to conceive. We would have them on, and I would be like, "That's what we're doing," and it would just like motivate us.
0: Like remote control or what?
3: <laughs> yeah, just like it's a trigger or.
1: Just literally watching the sperms like go for it, like that's what's happening. that's
0: oh, what's happening. you ch- think they're gonna have uh, sperm it. drones? That'd be crazy. You know, I mean, it was
1: obviously it was post my orgasm, right? Because that's we're done. Then we would turn it on. Not during. Then we turn it on. and go. That's what my sperms are doing right now. They're racing towards your eggs. And, uh, you, do you think they're going to have little... It was great um, too because Laura would be like, go get them, go get them, little Sean.
0: Do you think they're going <laughs> to really, have... She, uh, she actually would call them little Bruce Willis's. Do you think they're going to have uh, little drone sperms where <laughs> people get pregnant? Like, did you see that? Yes. Like, you know, the black mirror with the little bees, but it'll be little sperms and you can, like... It's get the real...
2: Yeah, you don't
1: have to do any of them. You can get the real good one. I mean, yeah. that
0: sort of works, right? It's called, like, in vitro fertilization. Mm-hmm. But I don't get the um, the I get around song because there's no way that guy gets around.
1: Yeah,
3: there's no way. Hulk well, gets around. That's the point is Kirstie Alley is like getting around because she's, ha- you know, having sex with Albert, oh. which is uh, the oh, other they're guy.
0: Slut shaming. They're slut shaming. Yeah I, thought, yeah. I was thinking for the guy.
3: Correct. Yes. That's what they're doing at the beginning. But it's all right. I mean, you know, that's bad. I thought they were just
1: saying the sperms were just like a bunch of slut. Like man
3: <laughs> and then each one of them had an individual voice, so that makes me question if all of my sperm has individual voices.
1: <laughs> but it's all the same voice, it's really, isn't it? Really, just all
0: Bruce Willis's voice, or no? no. they all had their own, or maybe they wasn't <laughs>
3: Bruce Will- Willis. I don't know. I can't remember.
0: Uh, they remastered it, I think, recently, and used the cast of Fast and the Furious Seven. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh God, i didn't know where to go from there um that's hilarious okay
0: what was your pick
3: again <clears throat> uh, And then your
0: pick was at the end of the movie and it was uh peter townsend
3: peter townsend let my love open the door obviously pete townsend from uh the infamous who um
0: oh
1: like a classic
0: pick
3: a well, maybe not so classic movie. From when I the, hear that
0: movie or when I hear that song now, I actually think of Dan in real life. Isn't it that where they yeah that, where he's yeah? One so that?
3: I mean this 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 song has been used on you know multiple soundtracks and movies and whatnot. And uh, I guess there's like a, a different version that he did in like '96 where he made it more of like a ballad. And uh, I don't know. I listened to that one. And it's actually more of my favorite than the original that kind of came to the U.S. and was popular here.
0: Yeah, but, you've always been a little bit emo, a little bit goth.
3: That's true. You have
1: always been extremely um, Johnny. What was that name? Chocolate, oh man, I can't. Chocolate
0: Thunders always been.
1: Stephen Baldwin. That one indie. <laughs> that one uh, emo band. Stephen Baldwin. <laughs>
0: All
3: right. Should we listen yep. to the
1: tune? Real quick? Why don't we listen to both the okay. Are we listening to the original, the ballad? I have or well, the original. We'll I have
3: to both. I have the original, and you want me to just do a little bit of that, and then just do a comparison to the other one. That's uh, yeah. Just play them back
0: yeah. to the back.
3: All right. Sure. So then, you know, obviously it just goes and repeats like that over and over. Um, and then I guess this is the other version, and this one's been in like movies like Gross Point Blank. Um, uh, That's
1: what I remember. Yeah, um,
3: with uh, John Cusack and Minnie Driver, and uh, was it Jersey <laughs> Jersey Girl? I guess is what. They... <laughs> All right, you ready?
2: Yeah.
4: If you'll never fall in love when everybody keeps retreating, but you can see me get enough. Let my love open the door. Let my love open the door. Let my love open the door to your heart. Please, i I'll give you a four-leaf glow, take all worry out of your mind, make my love open your door, make my love open your door, make my love open, open your door, to your heart, to your heart, to your heart, to your heart.
3: So anyways, it kinda goes like that, but it's more uh yeah, more goth. <laughs> yeah, I like enough. them yeah, I like them both. I think yeah. I do
0: like the second one a little better. <clears throat> but I don't know, it probably just depends on your mood. And yeah. um but both they're not I mean they're not too far off from each other either though. So that's pretty cool.
3: But yeah, it's nice like um, but he uh I mean Townsend has said he's like, This isn't even really I didn't even think it was a great song. <laughs> He was just like, he became popular yeah. in the United States and whatnot. And even his. Probably mom,
1: because of these movies, right? Yeah. Even. Well, and that's, that was probably because
0: of that.
3: That's what it's in, you know, in every kind of like trailer for every movie. So, but yeah.
0: It's pretty poppy sounding and not as rock sounding for The Who, basically. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Yeah. But still, it's a fun song. And it's been used in a lot of interesting kind of ways mm-hmm. and that's what it's a really good segue for the movie we're doing tonight because we're going after being a little bit uh dark last month or last episode <laughs> um, with some hard rock and some heavy metal we're going back like a hundred percent the other way 80s wholesome yeah. tonight. so 80s wholesome
1: most 80s wholesome 80s soundtrack
0: movies a good segue <clears throat> to that a lot and
1: i would say the most 80s ish soundtrack yeah probably outside of look who's talking where you're really only getting, uh, as we talked about, there's not a t- there's a, there's a lot of like in between eighty soundtracks. This is one of them, the first one we're going to do tonight, where you're basically going to get three good ones out of it, at ten to twelve,
0: like supremely good ones, right? That's what I'm thinking. Um, what if that? It'd be interesting if they played that one at the beginning and then flipped the they had my love open the door at the beginning of the movie and then had a get around at the end. <laughs> yeah it totally flips the movie because
1: <laughs> then your love your love I mean if love is it's better' it's a bit better
0: it make you it would have made you think more like hmm what are they trying to tell us it would have been
1: like well uh,
0: M. I, uh, it's an M. my Shodding love yeah I,
1: my love is opening their your love literal love right your love juice is opening the door your your Danny DeVito juice if you will is opening the door. <laughs> And then the final thing is, I get around the little, little girl's going to be a slut because her mom was a slut.
0: It just flips the. I wasn't thinking. That, the script but I, a little bit. <laughs> Sorry. So do you guys have any favorite um, Who's songs? So I well, I was going to
1: say I think any like, comments on this. I guess I would go with the 80s version. Now that you know, being the little segue there uh, when we were listening to the songs reminded me that that the more modern version. I do remember it being in gross. A point blank and liking it but then now that I'm hearing it remembering why I really liked it was because of hearing it in Look Who's Talking sort of the original one do we know is that where the original one was used then in Look Who's Talking
3: um I think that was one of the first times yeah um in 89 yeah because this was from 1980 when it came Ooh, out
1: fact check fact check for the June episode
3: that's fine it's checked <laughs>
1: <laughs> you, i know you're saying it's one of the first but either you're saying it, it could be a different one we're not sure
3: no this is for sure the. there first. could be
1: another movie oh it is okay
3: mm-hmm.
1: yep but he did did he write it for the movie then
3: no no no, no. he just uh okay. this was released earlier right, on and then okay yeah used in the movie Great. but
0: did you see any other tracks in the movie that were interesting besides the I Get Around, or did you even look?
3: Uh, I mean, I didn't really look into it. Yeah. I mean, what's the Walking on Sunshine by Katrina and the Waves? It's oh, always yeah. a really good one. Right. Like that Again, you're talking about, like, 80s music being more poppy and more uh, fun to listen to. Right. So, yeah. Like... That's what this version is. Interesting. It's, and then you got that one. They use that one in high fidelity.
1: Cusack was watching a lot of 80s stuff and then using it again in his movies, huh?
3: Yeah, the connections and the connections between this movie and the movie you guys are going to do.
0: Next level. You can't give <laughs> no it. I'm not.
3: I'm not also going to. The, but...
0: Also, at the end, don't, aren't they like, I got chills
3: Yeah. <laughs> And I'm losing my <laughs>
1: twins because nigga is <laughs> so supplying. <laughs> hey, for the chopper!
0: The Who the who with movies reminds me of... What's the movie with John Leguizamo again and um, Adrian Brody? About uh, the,
1: John Leguizamo. Their- uh, where he played the clown, Hellboy?
0: No. <laughs> where it's about the serial killer. Uh, oh, Son of Sam? Yeah, Son of Sam, and they got teenage wasteland getting into
3: punk. Bob really. O'Reilly.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, Bob O'Reilly. Yeah. Sorry, that's what. I'm... Um, that's pretty good uh, use of that song in that part of the film there, too. Of course, on a complete different spectrum than this. But... <laughs> so basically, your favorite baby, your
1: baby-related song is the Who. What other songs by the Who have "baby" in it? Like every other song that they ever released. I'm not sure. There are first out there. So many songs with baby. Right?
0: Baby? Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, I don't did, should we ask Amelie what her
0: uh, song is? No, they she coordinated with B on this.
1: Oh, they did the same one. I think she did yeah. have one though.
0: Oh, she did? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well that's what is it, Amelie?
1: Oh, so she's kind of a big sort of like underground movie fan. Um, So she chose uh, Crybaby from the movie Crybaby.
0: All right. Does she have it queued up?
1: Hold on. on, Her her baby.
3: Her baby hands. She can't type.
1: (laughs) Emily, come here. Come here, baby. Okay, now look. Yep, you Like I showed you how to do it. You Good job. Okay. Yeah. Clicky. Yep. Push that down. Right. Now, how do you spell cry baby? C-R-Y. Yep.
3: All right. So she, <laughs> so she didn't have this synced up.
1: <laughs> uh, no, we have Um uh, So here we found it. Oh, Amelie, it's not, uh, she's wrong. It's not crybaby. It's king Crybaby.
0: What's it called? So here it is,
1: Uh, King Crybaby. Oh
0: yeah, duh. Amelie.
1: And you know what, Amelie? Technically, this movie was released in 1990.
0: She's not coming
2: back.
1: Can we forgive her?
0: Yeah.
1: Amelie, that, um, that was a pretty good pick. That Daddy's was good proud of you. Pick.
3: Big Johnny John Depp Waters,
1: John
0: Waters movie. Probably sure, his most commercial one. I'm sure she did that all on her own. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no help from anyone.
1: She's look, She's a very advanced, independent-minded, amazing little girl. Who's going to be totally influenced by her appearance?
0: Who's crybaby? Who's crybaby in that movie again? Johnny Depp. Uh, (laughs) Crybaby is crybaby. Captain Blackbeard, or what's his name? Jack Sparrow.
3: (laughs) Gilbert Grape.
0: Captain Jack (laughs) will get you high tonight. And, they'll take you to uh, a special eye. I'm just gonna
1: pretend like none of that exists and the only thing that exists is that movie. This movie. The crybaby, the crybaby movie. Baby.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It was way better. Man, talk about other ending crushes and I shouldn't do this in front of you, Amelie, so I'm sorry. Uh, but I think the girl like that's another one that could stand up there with the trees.
0: What, the gremlin girl? And,
1: uh, and the No. She's not that it's the not the Gremlin from crybaby? girl. Right? Yeah, the girl from Crybaby. Yeah, the gremlin remember. girl
0: in Crybaby.
1: Not the gr- it's not Phoebe Cates.
0: She looks just like the gremlin and Gremlin Girl in Gremlins 2. Oh, you mean you think she just looks like the gremlin girl from Gremlins 2? Yeah, the gremlin girl in Crybaby looks like the gremlin girl from Gremlins 2. Oh, you mean you're talking about the,
1: gr- the hatchet face girl.
0: Pucker, Yeah. Pucker face.
1: <laughs> I mean, whoever the romantic lead is, but yes, I do like hatchet face. Yeah,
0: that's what I was thinking you were going for.
1: I think what uh, yeah, I think what Amelie likes the best about this about cry baby as a movie and then this as a song is just how it's like high and low at the same time. It's like high culture, low culture, sort yeah. of the mix of the two uh, at the same time, plus sort of the with with retro throwback
0: uh, to the 50s mixed in. Yeah, I think she just likes the crooning. Mainly. B. All right. So the do we want to like do we want B to release what the movie is for fun? We typically do it, but it's always hard to say Since he, we gave it away. Three men here. There's another guest. There's another guest that has to be uh... Uh, what else did we have
3: there? I mean I could sign it off on <laughs> Good night, sweetheart. Good night. Right nice sweet <laughs> let's go well, nice do it sweetheart. sweetheart. well oh. it's time to go do 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 good night sweetheart. it's time to catch it for tonight captain blackbeard good night bo do bi do bo do bo do yes, we're doing. it is three two it's you're right.
1: <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> on the strangest tides. <laughs> You've all
0: been looking forward. Battlefield Earth <laughs>
2: actually it's the, right.
0: John Travolta.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> the fiction from the guy who invented Scientology. Who wouldn't want that as a movie?
0: What's the one where the guy takes care of the alien baby? <laughs> oh, not Kurt Russell, but uh,
1: you mean with Dennis Quaid? Dennis
0: Quaid takes care of the alien baby with Louis Gossett Jr. Yeah. Oh man, we should have done that. Oh, that's a good one. A man and <laughs> a man and alien and a baby. A man, an
1: alien, <laughs> and his and the and he is a. a yeah, Louis Gossett Jr.'s alien can give
0: birth. The alien can
1: <laughs> like, give Louis like Gossett Jr. This. in that movie, as that alien is the original Jr.
0: The alien just talks like this. What are you doing?
2: Three <laughs> men and a baby.
0: Yep, we're doing three men and a baby. Woohoo! <laughs> B, you got anything else to say? But you got anything nope. else to say? No. Nope. So your first that's
1: appearance, it. hopefully not your last appearance, on Property Brothers uh, Celebrity Edition.
0: You will be invited it, on the next time we have some movie with three men in it, which is not. <laughs> we've already come up with like three, two, three,
3: three fugitives. Yeah. So it's
0: not like it's not like that's outside the realm of possibility. Or three amigos. Uh, There's a bunch in there.
3: Or what else? I'm excited for it. Okay. I mean. How no, this it? Did was we, a lot of fun. We didn't,
1: yeah. You know what? We didn't rip you apart as much as we did others. So, you. you I got appreciate off it. There. You got the. I feel like I. Version. You got some brotherly love. I feel like love. I researched more. You got some brotherly <laughs> love, and we just want to thank you, uh, mom, for coming on for Mother's Day. Oh, those are my old. <laughs> Your yeah, thanks,
0: mom. We love you, mom.
1: <laughs> yeah, we love you, mom.
0: <laughs> thanks for leaving me at the
1: gas station, mom. <laughs> <laughs> I AM YOUR
4: MOTHER! I AM YOUR MOTHER!
3: <laughs> it's a Jessica year. McClintock.
1: <laughs> you know how much he'll go for? A million. Now that J- J- <laughs> J- Pennies is out of business, you know what <laughs> a fucking McClintock goes for? to see, Cardinals- <laughs> see that shit on a runway in Paris, motherfucker. As
3: much as
0: $75. As much as a St. Louis Cardinals beanie, baby.
3: Yeah.
0: (laughs) I saw one of those on the black market. I paid
1: fifteen dollars back in nineteen ninety-eight. That thing is worth forty-five cents.
3: (laughs) Negative negative ten (laughs) dollars.
1: I literally had to pay someone ten dollars to take it away from my house.
0: All right. Thanks, B. (laughs)
3: Thanks, B. Bye guys.
0: Thanks, Amelie.
1: And thank you, Amelie, too. You are very sweet. Oh, wow. Well,
0: thank you, B.D. Betcher, Amelie Reed. Amelie seemed a little upset or something. What was up with that? No, my (laughs) goodness. Those are she, she, she fakes you out
1: with those kind of the more whiny ish um things. It's really she's really just she's just being happy.
0: She's a happy baby. Maybe she was just a little um she might have just been a little nervous. Well because of B. I
1: mean this is her this is her first
0: podcast. And yeah B was he let's
1: be honest. B was he was trying to show her up a little bit with the uh with the with the uh with the Who song with the P Town Townsend, Townsend song, right? So I get it. I know. You know, But I thought she came hard. She came hard, uh, right? You know, back with, uh, you know, showing her again her indie cred with uh,
0: with the John Waters. He told me yeah. that he coordinated with her, and obviously didn't. So, and-
1: yeah. So that was a whole. Yeah, I think there's a whole backstory between those two uh, uh, that I personally don't even want to get into, and that's my daughter and brother. But I just don't want. I don't want to. You know. I don't want to look under that
0: rock. I wouldn't right do that right now. All right, so yeah. should we talk just, about the movie? Yeah,
1: but I, I would say, yeah, no, I would say, you know what, it's, it's funny, right? It's just, there is a, they have a very heated,
0: um, like, dislike of each other, I would say. You felt it, right? Yeah. Kind of like a couple of the cast members in the movie we'll go through in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Or the cast members with the director, I mean. Oh, is that what it was? All right.
1: Well, yeah, as we said at the end, uh, as we also said, though, uh, we are doing three men.
0: In a cabaret? <laughs> In a cabaret. Three men and a baby. Do three mean? men and a Cinnabon. Three men and a baby, not three men and a lady. Not three
1: men and a little lady. Though so you could have called this three men, a little lady, and a baby. The
0: little lady could have been the, the mom, maybe. No. Alright, okay. so three men and a baby, we're <laughs> gonna just go the- you can't no. Nope. Nah. <laughs> um, Dude, they should have gone the look who's you're right. The
1: for the third one they should have done three men, little baby, li- three men, little lady, a baby, and puppy. Look like, who's or
0: doggy. Look who's fucking who. Yeah, look who's fucking the dog <laughs> now. Um the movie. Okay, so three men and a baby. So now we're gonna go through the movie for.
1: There is a, a third sequel, just called Gutenberg. Fuck the dog. You can see
0: it online. No, that's his biography. Oh, yeah. Okay, so. Let's get to the movie. Movie, three minute and a baby. We're going to talk about the movie for 20 minutes or so. Then we're going to get into the
1: soundtrack. <laughs> I don't know. three twenty minutes. We're going to we talk about it for about 10 minutes because there's not that much to right, talk
0: about. Whatever. The point is we're going to go through the movie. We don't know what the time's <laughs> going to take. And then we're going to go through the soundtrack, get in the soundtrack and go through each song. It's going to be a blast because this is totally wholesome. Back to the 80s. Feels good. Here we go. So, a um, few facts. And it's, but, but it still is shocking
1: that Gutenberg fucks dogs now, but
0: go ahead. Yep. All right. So, the movie was released in 1987. We mentioned that earlier when we talked about disorderly. It was rated PG. <laughs> ran one hour and 42 42- Because
1: everybody thinks of disorderly in
0: three same <laughs> year that it came out. Or <laughs> well, that's what everyone thinks when they talk about three men and baby. Same year, oh, you mean uh, Disorderly, the, the fat boy vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. Uh, the movie Three Men and a Baby ran an hour and 42 minutes. It grossed, I can't believe this, and I, I didn't know this is the case. It grossed $167 million in the U.S., which was the highest grossing film of the year. They had to like, extend the run at the theaters for like four months or something. It was so popular.
4: Good Crazy. lord. And
0: it beat out um, Fatal Traction is number two, and then obviously Disorderly's is number three. <laughs> is it the- not the bullshit? <laughs> um, released by- it's like, what
1: is Disorderly's, like, number 87? Like, not even registering.
0: Um, released by Touchstone and Disney, and Disney was a main factor in this. I guess the um, script, uh, the American script went around quite a bit, and no theater would really or no um distribution company would do it for like all the major ones because they thought it was it was a little bit too wholesome too family oriented yeah. and then disney saw it and said this would be perfect for us we'll team up with touchstone yeah. do it it was filmed in toronto the movie set is supposed to be in new york i guess they saved money doing it in toronto trying to make it look like new york or something mm-hmm. but i guess all the guys in the movie were in toronto for a few months and they even went there like a month earlier and got like a bachelor pad together and partied and stuff to get into their roles. <laughs> and it was probably the biggest, <laughs> it was like the biggest deal in Toronto since, you know, who knows forever, probably. Um, do you want to give a summary of the movie?
1: Uh, yeah, it, it goes like this <laughs> one through men and a baby. You all know it. Uh, two, it's Tom Selleck, Steve Gutenberg and Tom Ted Danson playing themselves with a baby. That's,
2: That's my synopsis of it,
0: and that's it. Yeah. Okay. Um, But also, the we mentioned the the other a couple plots in there. Okay. You want to?
1: Sure. And the plots are one, they get a baby. uh, Ted Danson. I mean, do you really want to even use the names that their names are in the movie? I I don't because they're not. They're really. Well, you agree with me, they're just being themselves, basically. Being that each person to some extent of, like, the caricature okay. of themselves. Uh, I'm not
0: sure if Tom Selleck is himself.
1: Yeah, I guess so I don't know what it would be. That's exactly it. He's an enigma.
0: So We don't have to go that deep. Yeah.
1: And so is Peter Mitchell. Tom,
0: okay, Peter Mitchell, do, Tom Selleck. Just um, like some other plot lines just for... Oh yes. Yeah.
1: They, uh, they're kind of three, which... Let's be honest. What happened to just three bachelors, successful bachelors, an architect, an artist, and a actor living together in make like, a cool so apartment cool. in New York? What happened to that? I feel like that doesn't happen anymore.
0: Yeah, it doesn't. It just doesn't happen. Their so apartment it, is insane.
1: It is insane, and they're kind of oh, yeah. not only are they bachelors, they're like bacheloring it up. They've got chicks all over town. That's really the opening mo-
0: montage is all about them and their. Women going in and out of their their houses. Yeah, they're all kind of they're all kind of players. Total players. Hit, we we could get into
1: that. I know. <laughs> We're not. I know. I was just saying do the quick
0: quick plot lines and we'll talk a little.
1: As, but so then like, yes, so yeah. uh Ted Dance's character is an actor, he goes away.
0: Uh,
1: a baby gets dropped off on the on their uh, front steps, a la, a la Moses uh, in the reeds kind of style they it's it's the note says it's jack baby but they can't right. reach him um how does the heroin the come in so they're so basically the two guys all these guys who are bachelors but really it's gutenberg and and Selig don't know how to take care of a baby so it's a lot of them trying to figure out how to take care of a baby there's drugs in the bassinet is that what it is or the drugs no, are separate um, so
0: so uh, um, Ted Danson's an actor and he's working with his director and the director just asks if he can send a package uh, to him because he's going to be somewhere else filming. He says, okay. And it's actually, this guy does deals drugs. Yeah. So it comes to their apartment. They don't realize they think the package is the baby that, that everyone's referring to um, because Ted Danson actually goes out of town too. And so they keep thinking the package is the baby when it's actually these drugs. So then they end up getting mixed up with these drug dealers as well. But a lot of the movie is just like comedy-based about, like you said, the bunch of bachelors trying to figure out how to how take, take care, of, care of a baby. That's uh, really what there. it is.
1: Then the drug thing resolves itself. I would say more just, than just, a little bit more than halfway through. Then the mom. It's a really stupid. Yeah, it doesn't even matter. But if, if you don't know, I don't know. They, the they're, mom. They're, yeah, the mom comes back. She's English. She's going to take the baby back to England. And, uh, and also, the uh, Ted Nancy character character comes back, starts to love. They're all doing a good job, the three of them. So the three men and a baby are doing well. They invite the mom to be part of their life.
0: Because they realize it, they've, changed they've changed and don't, they want to have it. a kid. I mean, that's,
1: that, that is literally it. Yep. I can't believe it's the number one box office movie.
0: There's nothing to the movie. Yep. Yeah,
1: yeah, no. But it, is kind it of basically crazy. is getting off on the charm. So one of, I think the first part of the movie is really interesting. It's like that part is interesting. They shouldn't have just. They should have just like kept with that piece of it or something. I don't know. Uh, I don't know how you make it better. Yeah. Uh,
0: they shouldn't have mixed the drugs. Yeah, that sense. just doesn't make any sense. Something else. A couple other interesting things to happen besides drugs that were more realistic for just the whole scenario yeah. would have been yeah. better. And then, but like but, I was just going to yeah. mention because we mentioned their, their condo. That, the condo is my Patrice for mm. this movie, so I just want to clarify that itself, because so, it's pretty cool. So you it's would leave school. your wife
1: and family <laughs> to live in that, for the condo. That, that
0: condo? It may have to come with Selick, because of his architectural skills. I'd want to be able to continue to expand upon the condo. So I'm not I, that good that. Also, I'll
1: be honest, what if it was me, you, we needed one other guy,
0: I guess we could do B, so, who else could we get? I guess. Or just
1: get somebody who's an architect.
0: I kind of would want Gutenberg, but um, as Selic's character to have the architectural skills. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah like the
1: architectural skills of Selic, and then just kind of like the personality of Gutenberg. So that's yeah. right. hey, you know all, what? Let's I throw mean, it out. We're going to throw that out to to, uh, to our podcast listeners. If you're uh, if you're a little Gutenberg uh, and really know Selic, because Selic isn't an isn't an architect. So basically, if you're if you're Steve Guttenberg as an architect, uh, give us a ring at uh, 555 five, 47 <laughs> you ready for the uh, SG? R. And then it'll only be a $45 charge. Type star 69. And we'll know that you want to live with us in Toronto, in a condo. We'll leave our families. We'll bring Amelie. She's the closest to the baby. She really does look like this baby right now.
0: Uh, that's for real. Um, they're all – They're all. you mentioned they're all kind of players, but um, <laughs> Steve Guttenberg's characters – Wait are they, all, are, are they all
1: know? players? Players are players. Which one? Well,
0: it's the 80s. So there you the go. Players, yeah. Think, good
1: they call. Know.
0: Good call. Is that – um, everyone knows the actors, but just a few. We like to do quick little snippets on each one. Um, obviously, Tom Selleck was really famous for Magnum PI and his mustache. I think um, the flick that I noticed that we really liked that maybe not everybody else likes is Runaway, mm-hmm. which is a potential submission for this show. I mean, we um, might just, that, that, that might have just
1: been the Easter egg for next Epi. I don't know.
0: Yeah. With the um, like futuristic, fighters, and they're in an yeah, elevator robots. again. What is with
1: Selick and like outdoor?
0: That's what I. That's what I noted. There's a construction elevator scene in three. And a construction elevator. elevator scene in
1: Runaway. This guy's obsessed.
0: Yeah, and Gene Simmons is in that Runaway movie, which is obviously a Time yeah. of Music uh, lead singer of Kiss, which is pretty interesting. Um, the, uh, Gutenberg. Um, the Goot, you know what that stands for. <laughs> He's got the Goot. He's got the Goots. The greatest cocoon. I know. Time. I feel bad,
1: especially with our pedigree, that we're – I kind of feel bad this is our first Gooties.
0: Yeah, I know. It should it's kind of weird that this is. But actually what's weird is after going through this, he had Police Academy movies oh, okay. and then nothing. <laughs> This and then he fell off the radar. Like it sucks. I don't know. I didn't realize that yeah. was really the case. He didn't really have anything God. else. But he had he had everything between
1: Cocoon and uh, Police Academy. Holy crap, let's do like police <laughs> <laughs> what if we did police academy three? That'd be so awesome. <laughs>
0: yeah, we can. No one's stopping us. Well, have to, I haven't gone through all seven sound- <laughs> soundtracks. But well, I you better, know what, like there's four.
1: some people, you know, whatever they write, right, some novelists,
0: right, they have like three or four novels. And that's all they need. And that's, that's Gutenberg here. here uh, a random one I found about the Goot he was in a lot of people were Michael Jackson's Liberian girl <laughs> um, video and Carl oh Weathers was God. also in that. So that was Why a is time. Gutenberg <laughs> a Liberian girl. I can't believe there was really Liberian girl. I forgot about that song and put it out because, like, remember African Child in that one yeah. movie? with <laughs> I mean, it's basically like that. It's insane, but the music video is pretty awesome because it's just all like '80s and '90s people, just all the actors together in one. Um, like, and they each have like two seconds and they say like one or two oh, lines or yeah. something. Awesome. I forget what I said. Gutenberg's memoir was, but it was actually called the Gutenberg Bible. It was his? Yeah, and I'm giving
1: it. I'm giving him uh, or some shit earlier,
0: but yeah, I I still think he's my favorite of probably all of these guys. Yeah, I like him the best. I mean, then we got dancing, um, where everybody knows your name. Cheers, that was his main one. Um, so him and um, Selick both had kind of main TV shows, like had broken mm-hmm. in as TV stars first, really become famous. The one random movie with Danson that I always remember is uh, Made in America yeah. with Whoopi Goldberg because that's when they had an affair too and ended up yeah. being okay. together. <laughs> but in the movie he played her biological dad that was a sperm donor <laughs> which was crazy. And then obviously he's in Curb Your Enthusiasm bit, bit which is yeah. one of my favorite shows. No, I, yeah, so I, just, I, I uh, don't like you know.
1: Ted Danson in this movie. I like Ted, I like older Ted Danson I think.
0: Let's see it. Yeah. I don't know. He's he fine him. in this movie. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that he. What, what don't you like about? Um, him? Or it's just you. Yeah. You don't hate yeah, him, but you like I'm him, or you like
1: him? I'm in between.
0: He yeah. seems a little cocky or something like. But I think that was the character. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like he could have. Yeah, he could have played it. Um, the director was Leonard Nimoy <laughs> from Star Trek fame. Kind of it an interesting was. twist. I guess, like I mentioned earlier, they he didn't get along very well with the three actors, or had a hard time controlling them. I guess they all said they respected him since he was an actor before, too. But um, but when they're actually doing the film, they like clashed, just generally. But I can see that. I don't understand Leonard Nimoy with those guys. I
2: want to,
1: <laughs> like I, want to, I, I would like a picture. If anyone can find one, or you can find one, i
0: just like... Oh, just Google it. Like if, I just want a one. picture.
1: That's what I want on a T-shirt, is a picture of Leonard Nimoy directing the three oh,
0: of them. Okay. Yeah, that's that would be a good shot. We'll yeah, but I guess it's you've actually, got kind of TV star, TV
1: star, TV star, <laughs> and then Gutenberg, like minor film star, if you will. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. It, 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 I mean, the whole movie is just charm, right? That's all they're getting off on. Like,
0: people like these guys, and that's what probably made it so popular. Um, they actually had a different director slated for the movie. It was the, the director of the original French film. And also she wrote the screenplay of the original film and was semi credited for the American one, but the um, French one was also a top grossing blockbuster film really? in France before this one. Is it I've three, never seen have you ever three, seen three, it? We should, we, we should like watch that. Trey okay. Trey um, owns um, at the Three Men in a Cradle is what it's called. And what's crazy is I guess they've also made like 10 other versions. They've made like a version for like every country of this movie for some reason. No, we could. That'd be funny to have a, like all-day three men and a baby um, marathon of all the the different versions. No, I've never seen the French one, but I, I wonder if it's better. I mean, I just just because it's French, it makes me think it's better. But the crazy part is when I was reading... Basically, all the things that you didn't think are the best about the movie are are, are part of the French movie. It wasn't like they Americanized it. Like yeah, I'm going to have some of the crud that you were like saying made it worse was all part of the like the main theme of the French one. Where if you think in the French one, it's yeah. like more artsy, so maybe or it plays
1: better or something. I don't know.
0: Who knows? I don't know. It might have just been something where because. French films were so, are generally so much more artistic that when French people in the 80s got like a comedy like this, it was mm-hmm. like, whoa, what is, you know, what is this you know, almost or something. Yeah. Where like here it feels something, like something different. Yeah. Just, yeah, no, just mm-hmm. one of the things. Yeah. Um, some other things from the movie. Let's see. Anything else worth noting? Otherwise we got through most everything. Um, oh, uh, Paul Hogan was turned down for the role of Peter. I forget which one that one was, who which character that was. Um, one of those, one of the roommates. But that would have been crazy to have the Crocodile Dundee. Oh, that's, in, yeah, that's uh, that flick. would be Selick as Peter. Okay, yeah. So it's Tom Selick would have been oh, Paul Hogan from yeah. Crocodile Dundee.
1: <laughs> that, that, oh, that that's we're really talking. <laughs> Yeah, because that's uh, that's the problem. I just felt like I think is just so n- nothing. He's like nothing. Just is, there's he's like a blank slate. Hogan at least like that's not a baby. <laughs>
0: that's heroin. he just takes out his knife. The drug dealers coming to just take out his knife yeah. and just like you know beat him like right. I don't right. know that. that that sounds like three.
1: Three men, a baby, and a crook.
0: A crook. He takes the drugs. Yeah. He
1: makes a little and inhale it, or and have somebody at a party. Yeah.
0: yeah, the property manager inhale it or something uh, when she comes in. And, and then,
1: some, and at least right now, we'd be hearing some didgeridoo on this soundtrack.
0: That would be. That would have been a nice <laughs> mix in there. Just Paul Hogan all right. Everyone knows we like to so do
1: remixed movies. Guess what we're gonna do for you all this time, and post it on the website. Paul, Paul Hogan Hogan. Hogan. everyone keeps talking about Eric Stolz in Back to the Future. Old news. Old fucking news. New news. Fucking Crocodile Dundee and a baby and two other dudes.
0: Uh, we, you mentioned there's lots. A lot of the jokes are pee poop jokes. And like taking care and of And just babies.
1: like generally
0: sexist, like, I have no fucking clue what a baby fucking is. Yeah, but at the same time, he has his girlfriend, Tom Selleck has his longtime girlfriend, and he like, she comes in and he's like, you need to take care of this baby. And she's at this, I give her some respect. She just responds, to be like, F you, I don't know anything about babies. I'm a single woman, <laughs> yeah. you know, in the city. Oh, yeah, so no, that's that, good. Yeah. Know, so that was kind of. I guess of, I'm
1: just thinking of like the grocery part where- the other- like, I fucking have no clue. Yabba dabba lady, help me.
0: Okay, well, this is this is triggering Uh-oh. a big-time debate all of a sudden. Baby mm-hmm. Boom, have you seen that one? Yeah. With Diane Lane, I think. This can, That came out around this time, too. And now there's a woman Ooh. that doesn't know how to take care of a baby, like I was just saying. And that's the whole joke. And it's mm-hmm. kind of like similar jokes. Like, she can't get the diaper on. Like, there's peeing and pooping. She goes into the same same exact scene almost. She goes to the store and like doesn't know how to get diapers and formula. No, I didn't, maybe maybe not sexist. Anyway, I guess then, there you go. Movie, so it's not maybe
1: It's just like no anyone in the world could be like, I will buy this food <laughs> and then I will get these diapers.
0: But <laughs> that didn't do is have yeah. more success. That movie, I guess, that's the sexy part. Is like same story, probably better. Yeah, I mean, I remember liking
1: movie. that movie more. Yeah.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like better written, but somehow it's not even close to the box office just because it have the uh charming, yeah, three guys growing like it. you were saying. Um, but I, my personal opinion is Baby Boom yeah. is better than Three Men and a Baby. And uh, what about I'd she's ha- and then she's having a baby? <laughs> yeah, that one's like on a different plane. I mean, yeah, I'd put that even better, probably, but it's oh, just like yeah, like that's like more like growing up. up, and then that happens. Um, a couple other things notice it's pretty crazy. They they like go to find the baby at the airport and then it's just like where they don't yeah. have to have a ticket or anything. <laughs> they just run into the airport and they're like, oh no, they already left. We missed the plane. The mom well, yeah, ready, what do you mean where airplane terminals
1: were just bus terminals? Just kind of, or...
0: Yeah. Well you're just watching the movie and they just run right to that yeah. the hang the, the gate. So it just felt weird. The drug smuggling part we saw said that feels weird. Oh, in the middle of it, like of that whole thing they break into the apartment and like destroy everything. And the property manager's watching the baby and they tie her up and they don't, no one calls the police. Like the property manager doesn't or whatever. And then there's another like 20 minutes of movie with the drug thing mixed in before that gets resolved. And that felt like off. Like why, I mean the property manager would be the first one to call the police after having a whole apartment. Uh, There's just, (laughs) there's some, there's some plot holes there. And three men and a baby. Anything else you want to say about the movie? Otherwise, we could get into um, the soundtrack.
1: No, I mean, I guess, again, I think I like... It's one where it's like I like the beginning. It just... It kind, of, it kind of wears on you, doesn't it? After a while, you're like, I don't even know
0: if I want to finish this, but then you just watch it. Yeah, but then they throw... Yeah, the the, I mean, yeah, that's that's the pickup is the, the montage fun, like, after the drug dealers are done. And then some of the things with the mom at the end are good. Like, that's some good acting and some good yeah. decent writing and stuff. And so that comes back in and kind yeah. of picks it back up again, you know? And I guess that's why they made three. Yeah. And but then,
1: and <laughs> did, did that do huge? I don't even know.
0: <laughs> I can't remember how I they have one no one. idea. Good, but I don't think. No, it, it I know a, that it's,
1: um, it's not Ted Danson. It, who's the dad It's uh, Tom Selleck marrying the mom now. So that's a whole, that's a weird deal.
0: No. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh what a lot of people said did it in was that they had Tom Selleck yeah. be interested in the mom, which was a little just it, weird for know, everyone. That seems sketchy, yeah, it was just not so that kinda of threw everybody off. But they actually had tabbed a third movie coming out. Uh was supposed to come out like now. Um I think it no. was Three Men and the Bride. Where they walk where the girl gets married and they um they walk her down the aisle, um, but because uh, dancing was so, like, I don't need it's this. Not <laughs> yeah, actually, and and the problem? No, I think actually, um, you know what? It's probably worse. You probably would be voting for that movie to happen because what they're doing is they're remaking the first one.
1: Oh, that's what they're doing now instead.
2: They
0: yeah they had the studio was like evaluating it's like oh we don't have to pay all these famous more famous guys to do the to recur their role we'll just do re, uh, you know do the updated version of it
1: why do you, i don't this like is where i don't like the i just don't, don't want to know about any of this stuff i've told you this before just stop telling you this
0: <laughs> i always love finding this just to like <laughs> <find> <laughs>
1: i don't want to know I don't want to fucking know about the remake, remake and then, like, the third, fifth version where it doesn't need to be made. It, it ruins everything. So, like, it was already somewhat shitty and mediocre, and if now let's just... make it just, like, completely even shittier. Ugh. Uh, so, anyway, you want right, to go see make Three many... Men? <laughs> <it's a> remake? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, All right, I'll probably, go see
0: I'll it. I'll go see it. It'll be... If it looks decent, not like Valley Girl... <laughs> A reboot. If it's like looks decent, I'll probably take I'll it. for kids or something. I'll probably take them for fun. Because let's be honest, even though we're ragging on the movie some, it still was, It's still fun to update once. Oh in a while, yeah, every, I so I often. shouldn't say it's like yeah. I, it's the good parts and
1: just it's it's always it's it's one I haven't re I haven't watched in a while, and then I did, and it's like I, I always do remember when I would watch it. I kind of watch the beginning because I like the parts like you're saying with the cool. Apartment and and them being having fun and then it's like it gets really bogged down with the drug part. And you're like, I don't care about any of this part. And then yeah, then the montages and stuff at the end are neat.
0: You could have just like taken the whole middle part out, and that's what that's what everybody remembers anyway. All right, let's listen to some. Let's get in the soundtrack and listen All to right. some tunes.
1: And this one's uh, right. not super not super duper long, but
0: uh, again, I think it's got some some gold on it. All right, the soundtrack. I feel like we should just jump right in.
1: Yeah, I'd say just do the, um, let's just start with like listening to the first track.
0: All right, let me just uh, say one thing, then we'll listen to the first track. There is a few score um, songs that we're generating for the movie. They're not on the soundtrack. Yeah. It's done by uh, Marvin Hamlish, who's a mm-hmm. very, very famous um, composer. He did the Sting, a few other things, and he's won quite a few mm. Academy Awards. And that's kind of been the case for most of the movies we've done. Not planned that way, but I think mainly like we were talking about composers, and they did like every freaking movie through the '80s. Yeah, every
1: (laughs) yeah. They're either like employed by the same, uh,
0: by the same studios or whatnot, so they're going to their basically like going to their well every time. And our man um, James Newton Howard mentioned in the last one or two episodes um, with uh, in relation to Junior and his Academy Award nomination. He actually (laughs) did. He was the. Uh, did three men and a little lady score yeah a producer on that soundtrack just wanted to since we had a tie to him throw that out there (laughs) for the sequel right yep all right so let's listen to the first track you ready yep
2: hmm mm-hmm, Good start. Mm-hmm, this might be mm-hmm, the first one where mm-hmm, we have mm-hmm, the first song mm-hmm, on the soundtrack mm-hmm, is the first song
0: mm-hmm. in the movie. This yeah. is played at the beginning of the movie to kinda show the intro to the characters and everything. Mm-hmm. A great, yeah. great start out here. Very That's what I,
4: was,
1: I I know I said I like the beginning, but it's like you it's like you automatically think of the opening montage and then it's just like it's ha- you can almost stop the movie there with after
0: bad boy. Yeah, that's and perfect. that and that well, montage. I'd say both mon, main montages are perfect because yeah, that, and, that and the yeah the other one and then have like the ending or something where they say that she's gonna live with them, or maybe. But they do be- they
1: so they they credit this just to Miami Sound Machine and not Gloria, even though yeah. she's singing.
0: Yeah, yeah. What's the because, distinction? Okay, all right. Well she well when they this was part of one of their one of their albums when it was Miami we Sound should Machine. say it's
1: Gloria Stephon and Miami Sound Machine
0: bad boy no. Name what's up I don't think we, so because I think the album this came from it was still Miami Sound Machine got it yeah that's what they I weren't was,
1: they weren't pulling Gloria Stephon out no okay
0: And so, and I think on that album too, they still had some of the original members, including her husband, Emilio Estefan. Mm -hmm. So, cause it was from a year, like just a year or two, right before this, this, um, this movie came out, they had their own album and this song was on it with another one. That's also on the soundtrack. But you, you mentioned it's Miami sound machine. Gloria Estefan is part of the band and the song's bad boys. It's four minutes and 39 seconds. It was intro to the movie song um miami sound machine is, is a latin influence band i think a lot of people know them and they know gloria estefan um she uh i think they came out early 80s like late 70s early 80s till where they had the um, primitive love was the album i mentioned in 85 and had a few top 10 hits with that and that was kind of their breakout album and it transferred over to this soundtrack as well
1: what do you think happens when bad boy meets nasty boys? That's what I was Janet thinking. Janet Jackson.
0: No, I was thinking Nasty Girl, too. What about all of them? Hey, yeah. Uh, yeah. From, what was that one from? Nasty Girl? Was that just a uh, Nasty oh, Girl? That's wow, because, that's... Uh, Last Dragon. Um, yeah. This had a long intro, like Last Dragon, Willie Hutch. The Willie yeah. Hutch, long intro. <laughs> oh, Willie Hutch. Willie, Willie, Willie,
1: hit us Willie. up. He never hit us up. We love you, Willie.
0: Sound Machine. Miami (laughs) Sound Machine, they're trying to copy you. Take your shit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, In the 80s, there was like a little um, like underground Miami thing going on. Like we talked about Scarface. Mm -hmm. That came out. um, Miami Sound Machine was from Miami. Um, They weren't from Berlin. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like Berlin was from Orange County. Yeah, they Um, were actually from. They were actually from Miami and did Latin music and stuff and grew up there and all that kind of stuff. Um, actually they said Gloria Estefan went to a wedding with her friend of a family member and Miami Sound Machine, well, they weren't called that, I don't think at time, were playing. And they just like impromptu him and her, her and her girlfriend just went up and started singing to the music. And that's how they ended up being part of the band. Or she ended up being part of the band, which sounds pretty cool. Wow. But yeah, they had I mean, in the eighties we had Scarface, um, Miami Vice, the TV show came out. And there was also Dan Marino was having a lot of success in the NFL with the Dolphins. So Miami had this little, like, like underbelly of kind of hotness going on. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Portions of the 80s, so they kind of came out of this, too, because they got famous. I like that. Yeah. Um, the song, are, or Miami Sound Machine's music's and a couple other soundtracks, I noticed when I went to them. They've got uh, Hot Summer Nights is a song on Top Gun. I don't know if I remember that one. I'll have to look it up. And then mm-hmm. they've got some... Um, suave on the movie cobra so those are two other soundtracks they're featured in so pretty decent repertoire nice kind of surprised they weren't I didn't have something on scarface maybe that was just too direct and i guess eg daily was you know was just a, a better fit <laughs> <laughs> i like the song i don't know yeah i don't know if it's my favorite bad boy song or nasty boys you know <laughs> um,
1: nasty boys nasty girl and bad boy, mm. I like
0: them together. That would. Be I'd big. like
1: I'd like all three of them to just get together and
0: just bone those three. No, I just room. like the like the girl talk mix of those three songs.
1: Yeah, that'd be that'd be cool. Yeah, no, I mean, I think this is a obviously Miami Sound Machine's listening because this is all happening. Those are all coming around. I mean, Nasty Girl happened earlier. Uh, but Nasty Boys is around the same time, uh, maybe a year earlier. So they're they're paying attention in releasing this. And you're saying that, that it was also released on another album a year or earlier. So those are all coming out at the same time.
0: Oh, yeah. So it's got some... Because I wouldn't say the- there's a Latin there's isn't is sort of Latin flavor on this song. They're, they're
1: trying to go pop on this song.
0: I mean, you got this song coming out, which ties to those which similar. And then we were mentioning some, like, all the baby movies came out. Baby Boom, This She's having a baby. There was a a couple more, too, that all had, like, a baby theme, you know, that came out around this movie as well. So people were feeding off each other, for sure. Um, They have one more song on the soundtrack, so we'll get to that when it comes up in order. But um, nice starter, for sure, on this one. I think a
1: great start. Yeah, again, this this is short but sweet. It's one where I think it is, it's, it's, it's decent. So I, I always thought this was a good song on there and it just, you can kind of bop,
0: bop your shoulders to it. Should we go to the next one?
2: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: another great track <laughs> That's another, did they, uh, an, an did older, they older yeah, track
1: did they spend like, all 100%. the money on that one
0: or is that what it is Oh, during the movie
1: yeah, or do they get it they got it a good price for
0: oh for that thing I don't know, maybe, or they just they play it during the um the beginning of the movie as well when they're having the birthday party scene, and they have that old time jukebox in the apartment. That's
1: what it is. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
0: A couple old songs in there because, you know, you'd pick some oldies is the kind of the thing off the jukebox. Yeah. So that's probably really why. Uh, and who knew
1: who knew we could just uh, with even though you interviewed mom uh, for her favorite soundtrack songs, who knew we would just stumble upon basically This probably would, would be
0: dads. Yeah. Right <laughs> that's probably true. This is the Rascals called Good Lovin' um initially known as the young rascals they're from new jersey 60s band they've got a a bunch of good tracks this is probably like not close to their best song this is more like their like niche like we're gonna pretend to be like a rock band song or something (laughs) yeah like i don't know
1: i always this is the one that i always knew from them and our dad really i remember he always had the, the greatest hits album uh but the one thing that I always remember, this is my little research that I did on this because I couldn't remember, but I remember that uh, Dad showed us if you flipped the Greatest Hits album for Young Rascals right on the backside, it has the track listing and like cartoon bubbles. And then you could you could put like words in between to make a sentence off of the track list, if that makes sense. So like side one, it, it was like, it was, I ain't gonna eat my heart out anymore. And number two is good love in this song three is you better run four come on up but and then five mustang T- sally six love is beautiful seven in the midnight hour but you could put a words in between to make it a one whole sentence so like I ain't gonna and he did that he would write he wrote on his album so I don't know if people were doing that if they were young rascals fans or it was just our yeah, dad I
0: remember that so he wrote
1: like I ain't gonna cool. eat out my heart anymore four good <laughs> love so you better run. Come on up, Mustang Sally, because love is a beautiful thing in the midnight hour. <laughs> That's a good point. I've been I've been lonely too long grooving for a girl like you. How can I be sure it's wonderful when I'm easy rolling on a beautiful morning? I was That's such easy. That was like how you just put those couple words in between the song titles and it turned it into a
0: uh, a whole My story. favorite track of theirs is Groovin'. I like that one. I always forget it's by them. Though. Uh, it sounds like a soul song, you know, or something. They also had uh, People Got to Be Free. It's a good one. Yeah, I was going to say,
1: I mean, Good Lovin' was their first number one hit and Groovin' was their other number one
0: hit. Yeah. So that's not,
1: yeah, Good Lovin'. But is they were on a couple
0: other soundtracks, The Big Chill, and The Big Chill has a lot of tracks on it.
1: Oh, of course they were <laughs> on The Big Chill. That's the we're never all right i'm putting it if we said this before we're never fucking doing the big show oh, i thought we we're, I I thought thought we're doing
0: it next month <laughs> oh, shit. <I> remember when, <laughs> the, we, the month before just one of the um guys we said no romantic comedies and then we next. <laughs> well, yes, like when you say that it does the opposite um but they're also on the-
1: we're <laughs> never doing because it doesn't count it doesn't count It's an 80s soundtrack just because they do a bunch of songs from the 60s.
0: That doesn't count. Yeah, that's true. Um, They're also on the Lost Boys soundtrack, though, with Groovin. And the Lost Boys soundtrack is good stuff. So maybe we'll see them again. Or likely see them again on something. Um, And these guys were inducted in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1997, for another little stat.
1: Yeah, Good Lovin' was always good. And,
4: uh... morning...
0: We didn't mention Last Track because it's at the beginning of the movie when that's playing. Um, I mean, the awesome part in that, too, the montage is the the in their condo where they come off the elevator, the little um, atrium, you know, before you go into their apartment. Um, Gutenberg, as the comic, you know, paints up the whole mural of the roommates mm-hmm. and everything.
1: Yeah, that is... The fact, yeah, and then they, they kind of bring it back home because he paints the mural of the... Of which the
0: With a baby at the end or something. Later. I think at the end, they paint the baby and the mom in there. Yeah. Which we'll get to that track that's at the end and talk about that. Um, But that'd be, I mean, you said a t-shirt with a picture of of Nimoy directing them. I want a picture with me, like, and maybe me and you inserted into the the mural. That'd be awesome on a t-shirt of the art mural. Should we go to the next track? Okay.
4: shake your body, baby, do the conga, no, you can't control yourself any longer. Come on, shake your body, baby, do the conga, no, you can't control yourself any longer.
0: Now that's this thing's hitting you pretty. That's well, what that's I'm talking about for the summer. It's almost summertime. It makes me feel like the um, what's the heck? Gosh, why can't I never remember their name? <laughs> the guys from Detroit. Oh, uh, black
1: people? <laughs> no,
0: <laughs> darn it, are <laughs> not from Detroit, but from Michigan. Um, oh boy just debarge what the I... yes debarge i can never remember that <laughs> so rhythm also <laughs> Come on,
1: yeah i can never. It is, I, I do like i mean i think i still i like rhythm of the night more than conga yeah, but yeah, it's but... conga is also a very good song yeah
0: yeah it's in the it's in the vicinity as yeah. i'm saying so this was um conga by um miami sound machine again and uh we talked about them, obviously, in the last track, kind of some facts about the band and everything else. So probably won't go back through that. But, um, yeah, I don't know. This one makes you move. It's pretty fun. They play this one as well in the party scene. So there's a lot of tracks right out of the gate with the movie. You've got Bad Boys as the intro montage. You get it, You get not even settled into the party scene, and you've got um, Rascals come on the jukebox, and then this one comes out in the jukebox as kind of background music. Someone makes a selection while they kind of pan around and introduce you to the characters and the party. But, um so the movie hits you out strong and in hand, the soundtrack hits you out pretty strong. Yeah. No, I... Hand in hand. I... And that's what I'm saying. Earlier, we were mentioning how this movie kind of aligns with the soundtrack pretty good, just like overall from mm-hmm. a feel perspective. It's short, sweet,
1: uh short and sweet. Uh Kind of like the movie, but... Uh, it doesn't mean it's not good. I just don't know that it's great, but it's, it's listenable and it's enjoyable. Yeah. And I do. Yeah. I, uh, I think the the combo there of, uh, of, uh, I, I guess we can only call it Miami sound machine, uh, uh, as, um, as a, as one and three, right. So, uh, opening kickoff and then power, not power hitter, but, uh, close to power hitter. If you're at a three and a four, uh, that, that's a good combo there to have those two. One, one or two. And then you're mixing and then, in, and it's 87, so everybody that's watching this movie is like our baby boomers, right? So they're all going to this. And they're all reminiscing off of Good Loving. And some nice. a couple other songs that are on here as well. There's, you know, we say we don't want to do Big Chill, and now I'm realizing it definitely has some of that, except it's flashing in.
0: Yeah, it's Some not. of the '80s. Heavy. Yeah, because it was light, more lighthearted than the Big Chill, yeah. so it wasn't trying to ingrain that. in it. Yeah, like it complete reminiscing mixed yeah. in a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Estefan, Gloria Estefan. Did you ever remember Esteban guitars? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I met Esteban. That was crazy. In Arizona, he was doing like a performance or something. <laughs> there was only like three. there's only like three people there. But uh, yeah. It was interesting. He's playing all his different guitars with his long fingernails. I mean,
1: if you could have got a, uh, if you're talking about something that dad likes, it's Esteban's guitars. <laughs> Do you still have one?
0: Playing the Rascals. <laughs> playing, I hope playing so. Good. That thing's probably that thing's probably worth a fortune, like Beanie oh, Babies. Yeah. <laughs> Beanie Babies.
1: Mom's sailing with Beanie Baby and dad's Esteban guitar. Can I take him home? Yep,
0: and adjust. And a Jessica McClintock dress. That's their retirement. (laughs) And then you've got Stefan Urkel, which we've talked Mm -hmm. about before. So Estefan Urkel. Estefan
1: Estefan Urkel Stefan Urkel and the Miami Sound Machine.
0: (laughs) Estefan Gloria Estefan is the bad boy. Wow, that doesn't work, does it? The bad boy is Stefan Urkel. He is. That's what the song was about. And Congo was about Esteban. Yeah. So.
1: So it's almost like yeah, it's yeah. almost kind of a little bit of a dance off, if you will, between Stefan Urkel and Esteban. Maybe not oh a dance God. off. Esteban Maybe Se- not. Urkel Urkel's kind nice. of dancing or just like being cool and you know what I'm saying? And then across the way, Esteban with his like long fingernails sort of Esteban stares-
0: would never dance. But you know what happens is they kind
1: of stare each other down and he's sort of doing like
0: a-
4: and Stefan is looking at him and you like
1: think they're going to maybe like battle but then what uh, Stefan Orkel does is just like open up his shirt a little bit, like kind of open up, rip open the buttons and then just sort of, get- and he takes out like canastas and then it's actually just like a choreographed thing to
0: Conga. But like, that would be fun. To with I a Span- like with a more
1: Spanish flavor
0: of Esteban's guitar. Yeah. I think that is an episode of Family Matter. Pretend Stefan
1: Raquel trips. And he, he, he trips over, like, actually gets too close to Esteban's nails. And, like, kind of, like, runs into him and he trips and falls over. And then he, like, stands up and like, what happened? And he turns back into a miracle.
0: Should we go to the next yeah, one? sure. <laughs> we kind of went off on that a little <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go to the next one. <laughs> That's uh simply red. It's called the Red Thing. It does kind of fall into the cracks. It's not in the movie as far as i know. Yeah. never played. Um they're a British eighties group, mm-hmm. soul and pop group. Um, they have probably one of the best songs ever written in the history of the world as well. Um I don't do you know which one it is?
1: <laughs> which one are you thinking of?
0: It's uh If you don't know me by now. Is it really? Yep. They wrote that one and holding back the years were their two ones that got Grammy nominations. Okay, yeah. And good old um, Gervais in The Office singing that oh, one. Yeah, this his <laughs> personal music video. All, we're dressed all in white. <laughs> if you don't know me by now. <laughs> if you don't know me. <laughs> This is more of a funk song for them on this yeah. one than those, those kind of more ballad tunes. Um, they were like, a, I mean, I think in the 80s, they're they more famous in Britain than around Yeah, the world. that's what I,
1: I mean, I always knew of Simply Red and that people liked
0: them. But they were in a couple soundtracks, other soundtracks, Frantic, the movie with um, Harrison Ford. They did a song called I'm Gonna Lose You, and it was written for the flick. And then um, also they had a song, Holding Back the Years was in Love and Basketball. We talked about that movie one time, too. On the show, that was a, that was a '90s movie, but mm-hmm. the song kind of—I mean—it's just kind of whatever. Yeah, I just—it's <laughs> not my. I, I think it's fun. I mean, if you got if you buy this soundtrack on vinyl and you have it, and that's uh, that's a good mix in there. It
1: comes in, yeah. I don't know. You yeah, just I came think, off yeah. of a dance song, and so I don't know.
0: Yeah. yeah, and this feels a little '80s. I'd rather have this than another '60s. '60s you know, ish song, yeah. That are like big No, I would too. That. I just
1: thought I would I wish it was a better song.
0: Yeah, I think Oh I think it's one that would grow on. Yeah. You. If you had the album. Maybe. You would listen yeah. to it. And you would keep just hearing it and then it'd be like, Oh yeah, that's kind of fun. Um, I'm gonna go with it. Especially if you know about the band a little more and stuff. Yeah. Anything else on this one?
1: Simply maybe another time.
0: <laughs> what? Sorry, you're cutting out a little.
1: Oh, I said Simply Red. Simply give us
0: uh, some more time to love you on this stuff. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> I'm Simply Red when I listen to this the 30th time.
1: Yeah, and that's, when I, that's when I get red. Simply the red. Red. Because you're the right thing, finally. I listen to you 30 times. Men and women is the
0: best if you don't know me know
1: the
4: right thing by
0: now listen to this song 3500 times <laughs> You will love me <laughs> what was the song that uh his character in the office wrote himself highway, to- oh, yeah, Is yeah, that like highway. Called?
1: i don't know i remember watching that that was funny highway to- uh, what and was- it was
0: so funny all right let's not go off on that (laughs) (laughs) okay next track
1: i guess next track yeah
0: Now, okay, how many
1: soundtracks has My Girl been on? But were they first to use it? That's my question.
0: It surprisingly It is not on the movie My Girl. It's not? No, it's on My Girl 2. Isn't that crazy? Okay. Because <laughs> they didn't use it on My Girl, and everyone's like, why didn't they use it on My Girl? So then they use it on My Girl too. It was also in The Big Chill.
1: <laughs> it was in The Big Chill. And what year was The Big Chill 80? Oh, I don't four, know. Or 85.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I think probably 85 or 84. He's also on Mannequin. Um, not this song, Ooh, like, say, but the Temptations were the first It movie, the TV movie. Yeah. Um, Black Klansman as well. Yeah. Or some okay. movies that they've all been in. Maybe not just My Girl, but some of their tracks.
1: So, yeah. I mean, there,
0: yeah uh, My Girl by Helmet. Yep. <laughs> This is obviously
1: <laughs> My Girl by Slayer.
0: Yeah. No, the temptations. Alright, so this is crazy though, because when I was looking this up, um, they were in The Last Dragon. And we we missed it. What? Yeah. Okay, it wasn't on the soundtrack, but it was in the film and we didn't catch that. And we didn't what was it it. In? I mean I guess we did Suki Suki. Um, <laughs> which is a great one and you had um geez what was the other one um dirty girl or what yeah dirty Dirty book dirty books those are great i don't think you could beat that with this track but they had a song (laughs) called treat her like a lady and it was in the film and somehow we just didn't catch it which is kind of disappointing do you want should we listen Mm -hmm. to it yeah all right let's listen to it should have had that one on this movie instead of my girl yeah or like
1: yeah instead of my girl switch it up that would
0: have been awesome and it's called treat her like a lady i guess maybe that's for the sequel or something but they didn't even yeah. use it in the sequel so they missed both opportunities
1: they were actually going to use it in three men and a bride that was the whole reason and then dancing was like <laughs> what no i hate the temptation
0: he walked out because of the first way yeah yeah temptation like, we're overusing them uh, Motown Group 60 Soul just doing some stats Detroit Michigan everybody a lot of people know that ain't too proud to beg just my <laughs> imagination Papa was I right mean now.
1: you'd be better if you just made up everything because everybody already knows the temptation. well I
0: just I a helmet. that was good enough wasn't it <laughs> <laughs> No <laughs> obviously my girl they're playing this in the soundtrack because they have a girl so or I mean they had you know they're taking care of a girl so it's like my girl yeah right you feeling that with uh, Amelie or not
1: um, I so I'll we're go, we're gonna come up to the songs in the soundtrack where I would feel it.
0: Yeah. Okay. It's actually, that's probably a better one anyway. Yeah. All right. Should we go to the next one? Yep. So I'll give it away. It's with this one. Oh yeah. So when you just mentioned, perfect segue. Let's <laughs> do it. Girl.
1: This is, I sing it to Amelie every night to make her go to sleep. This, I actually, sing she she loves Itsy Bitsy Spider to be honest,
0: but um, also "Daddy's Girl" by Peter Cetera. This is one of two of the best tunes in a soundtrack of almost all time by the same guy by Peter yeah. Cetera. Right <laughs> now, he also has "Glory of Love," Karate Kid Two. Mm-hmm. which everyone knows that one. Um, and that one was Academy Award and Grammy Award nominated, the Karate Kid. And that came out, I think it was one year before this movie, mm-hmm. or almost like yeah, at the same time. I'm probably got to be close to the same time. And he was yeah. throwing out some really good stuff in the same, like right around the same time.
1: And this is the this is one where I said people don't
0: really know this one, I feel. Yeah, I think it got no. kind of put down in the dust, probably because Glory of Love is a bit more ballady and uh, yeah. got because it's of that a little I'm more like of a like thinking, a driving beat. And probably because yeah. we're so close together in time, then this one unfortunately didn't get, you know. And maybe just because of the theme of it, like the lyrics and stuff, it didn't push it over the top, you know. But I think it's a little is, yeah. bit more so I, cutesy in nature or something, you know. Yeah.
1: I'm but I'm with you. Um this is the, the top song on the soundtrack for me.
0: Oh yeah, this is my favorite one by far. It's like the reason yeah. to do the whole soundtrack is to do this one. Yeah. I listen to this one not... over and over again. Um, just, turn it on again. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> Let's just do that later so we can get through this and we'll listen to it <laughs> ourselves a bunch of times. Um, um, when he yeah. when that karate kid song, Glory of Love, it lost in the Academy Awards, it lost to Take My Breath Away, Top Gun. George Kelly's happy happy and Berlin <laughs> are you there
1: yeah I was gonna say your your oh. wife's happy on that one that's like the ultimate of her cause of getting over Chicago because her favorite thing her favorite song right when we interviewed him was that song and Tom Cruise made her like super hot and
0: yeah. Peter oh, yeah.
1: Cetera was um, from the band Chicago.
0: <laughs> Wait, what is that? How does that go together? Because she hates when I talk about Chicago. So. Oh, okay, got it. got it. So she gets super hot. Okay, I got it. I <laughs> got it. And then, she and then she doesn't when you talk about Chicago. Yeah. So,
1: so her like super band guy beat Chicago, so she loves it
0: a bunch of their uh songs, like top songs are in like a ton of movies too. Just reused or whatever.
1: Chicago or uh, Peter Cetera. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Chicago, yeah, uh Chicago written by Peter Cetera so I mean, yeah. I don't know. You know. And you know, Chicago's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. This uh we got to talk about obviously in this this is like a classic montage. Mm. Oh god. When this song comes on, it's uh, after the drugs things resolved I believe, right? Mm-hmm. And so now it's just it's showing them in their prime as dads yeah, now. Yeah, they're just rolling. Experience.
1: They got their drugs together. They're all together. It, it is the epitome of being three men and
0: a baby. They're like playing Frisbee. They're they've got. They're just looking great. They're like mixing it perfectly together, their player lifestyle with their dad lifestyle now. <laughs> um, the women are loving that they have a baby. They're in the pool. Let's I mean, be honest. This is baby. all we're
1: trying to get to. We're only just trying to get to this
0: montage, all of us in life. And I don't know. I feel like all of a sudden this part, it cuts in as like a VHS video or something <laughs> that like your dad would take at the zoo. I don't know. But it's just great combination for the 80s and the song. I mean, you can't get much better, mm-hmm. ideal 80s than mm-hmm. that.
1: That is that you're, that is a perfect mix. The visual, you've got, yeah, you have Chicago. You've got the, uh, you've got, I just, I've always liked Peter Sotero's voice
0: is why i Chicago. You probably should just play that part at Amelie's wedding instead of getting a speech. If she gets married, chooses to get married.
1: I don't have (laughs) much else
0: to to say other than this.
4: You'll always
1: be Be daddy.
4: Remember
1: when me, Ted Danson, Steve Guttenberg, and Tom Selleck watched you?
0: My two dads. Yeah.
1: My two dads! Oh, Lord, we're not going. Okay, wait,
0: come on. <laughs> Any other on that one, or should we go to the next? Go to one? the next one. sweetheart. <laughs> I like this song. You I
1: it. like it again. I just I don't I don't go in for the nostalgia on these songs. Maybe it's because I just know them so well. I don't know what it is. It's not never hits for yeah. me. And the better lullaby is Peter Cetera' "Daddy's Girl." They should have been singing that.
0: You're just blinded by that song. Like. I know. Too- Is that what it is? It it should just be every song on the soundtrack. (laughs) It should just just be Daniel Skilpina totera. The remix for this one is that one, eight tracks. Eight tracks long.
1: Totera, 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 totera. Yeah, probably. No, I mean it's it's yes, it's a good song. I like it. I
0: mean, I like. uh... But they started singing the glory of love while she was going to
4: sleep. (laughs) The glory of love. We did it. Will your dad's awful
0: love. So this is the Spaniels, Goodnight, Sweetheart, Goodnight. They did the original version of the song. It's been done like four other times. Um it's this one is the what's supposedly on the soundtrack, but the weird part is in the movie, um, the three roommates sing their own version to get the uh, baby to sleep. What the heck is the baby's name? Now I forgot. Uh um, doesn't matter. Mary. Mary, right? Yeah, Mary, Mary. Yep. Um but and then,
1: well, no, not Mary, hit...
0: not Mary, Mary, but just Mary, <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, sorry, just Mary. Um, <laughs> but
1: what I did want to say was, Mary, Mary, why are you bugging? Just kidding, that's Run DMC, not Fat Boys.
0: <laughs> Run DMC is in the last dance soundtrack, too. Huh? Oh. Nah. oh. Good. Uh, what was that? Oh yeah, okay, so they sing that and then later when the mom takes the baby back and there's, there's a scene there, they play it on the jukebox as well, but it's not this version, it's the McGuire Sisters version. Yeah. It's kind of like a hodgepodge of, of different versions I, of I Good night, everyone, Sweetheart. Yeah. A lot of people are going to really put a lot of pressure on us in the comments and uh, probably call us and all the stuff we get from doing this thing, podcast, all the hype. Um, they're going to put a lot of pressure on us to make our Takashi pick this this um, song with the guys, the roommate singing it? Not gonna. Not gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> My Donald Trump. I will not do it. We already mocked it with B
1: earlier. Not happening. That is, you can't, there's no Takashi if the thing is in the preview. That's not Takashi. That is anti-Takashi.
0: Yeah, you know, that's a good point, actually. I didn't think about that, but... Yeah, it's just, it's not, I mean, it's like, okay, I don't know. It's an okay scene when they're singing, but it's not It's not something that's going to be to the level. Yeah. Again,
1: there's these guys who are riding high on their charm.
0: They could get away with like
1: shittily singing uh, this version. I guess that's what I don't like. That's the part I don't love. Um, it's like sweet, but then it's just like, but it's not really sweet because they know it's sweet. So there's like a self-awareness that makes it seem not sweet.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think so. Some cockiness in there. Yeah.
3: Um, well, the Spaniels is right. a
0: R R and B duop group from Gary, Indiana, in the fifties. Their credit is one of the first groups to have like a um, like lead singer with a group of backup singers, mm-hmm. um, that kind of style. Uh, they were uh, this song. I think was also in American Graffiti as well. I don't know what scene I was trying to find it, but I couldn't. And then they also had a song called it's Little like Joe. When that they were, like, ending the night, maybe? <laughs> I would uh, probably. So, Yeah, probably. And they also had a song called Spoiler, Little George
1: Little. Lucas isn't, isn't that deep.
0: They also had a song called Little Joe, which is really good. That was in an episode of The Sopranos as well. Oh, um, yeah. That blends in well with that episode. The episode called Boca. Check out that song. It's nice. Okay. I like this group, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just... Um, obviously the song itself yeah maybe it's
1: not it's not yeah it's not the group or this their version of this song i think that's fine I yeah
0: yeah just how, how it plays out in with the, everything in the movie yeah yeah i think that's what it is that it makes
1: me not like love it um and then having heard it yeah from those three times.
0: we're on track seven of eight we got one more should we hit the last one
1: we can do we? I guess since we reference it, is, do you have a Takashi?
0: I really didn't. Yes, you do. I do, but it's not. It doesn't. It doesn't have any structure to the Takashis of, of
1: old. <laughs> we're, breaking, we're breaking the rules of
0: Takashi. All right. If, well, i just saying. Uh, kind of to me is the essence of Takashi, but a little bit to me, it's the movie poster. Mm. Is my Takashi for this movie? Um, it was shot by Ann Lebowitz. She's an awesome photographer. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess um, in the movie it's the three guys, they're all kind of making weird faces. Um, they look a little worn down. The baby is naked. And actually, the baby has peed down um, Selleck's shirt. And he's in, like, in a really nice outfit. And then, I don't know, something about the graphics across the top of the movie and everything else just kind of does it for me. I really enjoy it. And I guess it was an accident. Like, they weren't trying to get pee on him. And the baby was naked and just peed on him. So, I don't it know. It was like
1: a perfect, uh, just like perfect timing perfect for the yeah.
0: photograph. Yeah.
1: So it felt right. I thought you were going to like pull out a, a, like a Takashi. It was like, fell like singing Daisy Bell or
0: something. Oh no, no! Just the movie poster itself. What do you have one or know of anything?
1: I do, I mean I, I was thinking in our normal rules, and there just wasn't any like the the Takashi is that there's that that this is so Takashi list, right? You had to pick the poster. There's not any other music. There's it's sparse in terms of yeah. music. I
0: even, guess even uh, even the
1: the, <laughs> the or, there's not like a lot of. Uh, uh, you know, score in it either really uh,
0: that that's noticeable, if you will. There's only like two score songs. Yeah. But when they bring the movies from the soundtrack of the movie, we said they bring them pretty hard. So mm-hmm. I don't think they felt like they had to do anything else because they did integrate the four or five tracks right into that. right
1: into the movie. Yeah, like two montages, of page, yeah.
0: and then the song we're gonna do at the end of at the, the flag, end. also. Yeah. The soundtrack is like the main song of the movie written for the movie yep. you know blended in at the end and also like a real highlight so it's hey. not like they probably but the only other thing i found was you could say that i guess they sang happy birthday at the party
3: <laughs> they yeah. had
0: that discredited song oh yeah then they had um uh, good night sweetheart we talked about that when they sing it and there was one more oh i guess maybe goot the gutenberg um he sings, uh, what is
1: it? Rockabye Baby? Yeah,
0: Rockabye Baby. So you could pick one of those if you want. Those all If You don't have to.
1: it. Okay, guess what I'm picking? I think you already know. Daddy's girl, Pierce
0: and Tara. Oh, yeah, I think that's a good choice. That can, that's good enough to carry.
1: Again and again and again and again and again and again and again, again, again.
0: Glory of love, that could also be to cost Yeah, love. just...
1: Yeah, just just uh, tangential.
0: You don't have to uh, about that. Did Takashi not- is the, <laughs> the three minute <laughs> of baby
1: soundtrack is just daddy's girl and glory of love.
0: I had a, this, their apartment as my Patrice. Did you have a Patrice or is that? Uh, <sighs> it,
1: yeah, and this that's maybe that's why I'm kind of down on this. There's no one for me to lust after. I never his girl like <laughs> Selec's girlfriend. No. And then you don't the women as women as they are you never really see the women that they're yeah. that they are I mean, like they're splashes but they're not really it really is centered on the three guys
0: what about the mom um, baby? and yeah.
1: then yeah and the mom is, is it's a no that's a no for me it doesn't do it for me so i don't know i i don't really you have get a one.
0: chance check out um the baby in the movie yeah and- <laughs> I they knew ca- you were gonna go there. Why? Well, they had twins, and check them out now, and just oh. go ahead and see. just so I can
1: say it was the baby sound. That,
0: <laughs> that doesn't sound good, but again, we've got a thing that doesn't sound very good. But just check out the twins; how they look like them.
1: Oh, I'm good.
0: Okay, pass.
1: <laughs> I'm I'm just passing because I know what you're what you're trying to do, and it's not gonna happen.
0: No conflict. Okay, fine. All right, let's listen to the last track and close out the, the episode. That's fine. Uh, yeah, and I would say this is outside of
1: Daddy's Girl. This is probably my second
0: favorite on here. Yeah, I guess because it's written for the movie, I'm probably going to say that, but let's, let's listen to it. And we'll talk about that more. The minute, the minute I saw, I saw you, you. That's, yeah, that's pretty good. Finishing strong, that's pretty fun. I like and, a, and an
1: intense intro, intense intro. Yeah, the
0: intro with the guitar riffs, and then that's mixed mm-hmm. into the song as well—not the same exact thing, but similar into the middle of the song. It's got some nice, like different parts, different sex yeah. of the song. Uh, that was John Parr. The minute I saw you, and that's the tie I was talking about. Seeing almost fire, fire. John Parr's. Most famous song, famous song is Saint Elmo's Fire. Man in
2: Motion. <laughs> <speaking> in
0: that, yeah, that one, okay, that's him. And that was, and uh, Laura almost picked that as her song she dedicated to you, when I think she was just coming up with something on the cusp, like. Um, and she mentioned that. Remember that? <laughs> she couldn't have gone wrong with that, so that's fine. <laughs> um, that song from Saint Elmo's Fire was almost Academy Award nominated. But mm-hmm. it's so weird, I never, I don't think this is maybe still the case, but maybe back in the 80s and 85 when that movie came out, um, he actually wrote the song about, like, a disabled wheelchair athlete named Rick mm-hmm. Hansen, and he was, like, an activist about it or something. The song was about him, and because it was about him and not necessarily about the movie or something, it couldn't fit the criteria for getting nominated for an Academy Award. But so- how, can you just, like, lie? After the fact or something. What'd you say? Oh yeah, yeah he just, just like lie like yeah, how he, did... he didn't want to. I mean, I don't know yeah. how it sounded like he kinda wrote this song and then it just got put into the film. Like Yeah. It kinda went you know, it wasn't like and so he probably didn't want to lie, you know, or something. <laughs> but he also worked with uh, Meat Loaf. Mm-hmm. uh He okay. was a huge collaborator with Meatloaf on bad attitude. Okay. Of his other thing. You and can a couple kinda of hear that. Stuff. Yeah, there's much more. It's
1: much. It's like orchestral rock, right? Because there's there are the movements or what you were calling sections, but there's movements within the. They're not as prolonged as they are in an orchestra, uh, in an uh, orchestral piece, but that, um, but there's big, swift changes between uh, that are that are drastic between just different uh,
0: sections of the song. They, um, a couple other movies that he has got some songs in, and then I think a couple of these movies he wrote, then he ended up writing the, because he had sec- success with St. Elmo's Fire, he had some success with this one, then they um, kept having him write some songs for movies, but he wrote one for Quicksilver, which is an awesome movie, do you remember that uh, one? Oh,
1: yeah, with uh, Ch-
0: Costner. No, Kevin Bacon is the delivery guy. Bacon, yeah, sorry, was, and the uh, and guy.
1: Yeah, like and the
0: ground world of the bike delivery people.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right.
0: Yeah. And also- Sorry, I sometimes,
1: because I get that in my head, I really do get that mixed up with the, wasn't there a Kevin Costner one where he was a bike guy?
0: Oh, um, the, darn it. I just looked Yeah. That. And he had a brother.
1: I just, I remember both of those all being on at the same time with Quicksilver. So I get confused them in my head sometimes. Yeah. Because <laughs> they were both on at like the same time and about with bikes in them. But yeah, so he wrote for the Quicksilver s- soundtrack.
0: Yeah, and Running Man as well. with Schwarzenegger. Ooh. Both good flicks. And so good songs. the ultimate
1: irony, right, is he did, a, he did a song for a paralyzed man that got put on a movie soundtrack. Said, fuck that, because I didn't get to win uh, uh, an award because I wanted it for this paralyzed guy and i it, it wasn't for the movie then he makes a bunch of songs for for movies the final one he does is for a movie called Running Man just a yeah. fucking
0: give it to that gas hole right <laughs> or not or he's with the <laughs> activists and says that if even though he's in a wheelchair it's still like running
1: yeah i like my vindictive thing more but yeah,
0: yeah because you're an asshole uh, <laughs> no just kidding uh, and then he's getting in freaking um, coming to america status he wrote the Gillette, the best a man can get jingle, as well. Oh God! Yeah, Gillette, the best a man can mm-hmm. get. That's a good one.
1: I still I have that Gillette like
0: razor.
1: So thanks, John Parr. I yeah I was actually humming that to myself shaving for the first time in I a few do weeks. That
0: every time I shave down there,
1: I'll just go John, John Parr, John Parr. The minute I saw you, they tell most
0: This song, yeah, this song comes in at the end of the movie. Um, literally the end of the movie. Like, they cut to, like, black and then it kicks on. Or, or maybe it's like the last... I'm sorry, they might show mm-hmm. the apartment. Sorry, they show the... Um, mural we are talking about. We were talking about earlier. They show the mural with the baby painted in and the mom painted in. Now with the room, yeah. Painted, and the song kicks on and then goes to black and credits and plays the whole song through. But um, yeah, I don't know. Well, pro- probably a lot of people don't know this song a lot, but it's a good one. Yeah, I think it's a great song. And so and they, yeah, they, they, and those those are the two best, I think. They yeah. pretty much the minute I saw you the Dan, movie so. with the soundtrack, and so there's like what nine tracks on there each about three to four minutes so it's it's a it's a fun soundtrack i know you don't like the 60s but 60s songs and things but there's we went through the reason of why they do yeah yeah i mean yeah
1: i can think i can hear you on some of those too
0: if you had it on vinyl you're not having those
1: songs necessarily if you don't have like those albums from other people so you have them and them thrown in between some of these eight more 80s style songs i think is can be interesting because, like we talked about it's not the big chill where it's just that over and over again
0: well, that's the soundtrack. Do we want to talk about anything else with the movie or something?
1: oh i I would say we we actually did find our Takashi uh towards the end here if you want to go ahead and,
0: and play it for us
4: huh. <laughs> uh, the marriage. Rap? You're just a little lady and you need to go to
1: sleep. Don't want to hear her talking about something to eat. Break down. Like <laughs> <laughs> <Here> that.
2: We, <go.
4: laughs> we were partying down the ladies' room and dancing till dawn. See <laughs> so your food been talking, trying to change us all. Now we're situated back to staying, father's and waiting. We'd rather hang with you than the one he's been dating. Say, Mary, <laughs> <laughs> did you wash your face? <laughs> Yo! Say, Mary, <laughs> did you brush your teeth? Yo! <laughs> I'm be your book. Peter, be quick. Jack was around and make it sick. And then we say, Please just close your eyes and cap some z's Just close your eyes and cap some z's Wait, 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 wait. Just, close just close your eyes and cap some z's Just close your eyes, and cap some z's
2: I need a drink.
0: <laughs> oh my God. The leprechaun (laughs) laugh just comes to my head when I see that with Warren Davis. Like, he did the worst. Did he look it up and it
3: says, fucking written by (laughs) Warren?
0: I can't believe what's her name got a a Razzie award and this stuff didn't. Holy shit. when, When Seventh Heaven is, you know.
3: Like a, yeah, a thousand times better of a than song, and these three
0: assholes.
2: This.
1: So that was the recreation. Like that's their that's the version in Three Men and a Little Lady of their good night, Sweetheart. Yeah, it's this time that, now they're rapping,
0: that, singing her to bed. But now you know raps. Hip hop's coming to the limelight more by the time the movie's made. So they like, let's get with the culture to tie this in. And they actually have Jack wearing a big clock like he's flavor flavor. Oh, Jesus
1: Christ. Just, I don't even want to know.
0: And they're so bad at rap. Gutenberg <laughs> was probably the best. Yeah. The other two. I listen to
1: Gutenberg rap all the time. He had some flavor.
0: That was pretty good. <laughs> I'm definitely going to listen to that one more time. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was a good one. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> all right. Well, let's close it out. Um check out the movie. We always plug the movie one more time. Three minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Like Mikey said, it
1: was, it was a uh, Buena Vista. So I watched it on uh Disney plus.
0: That's how I watched it. I think it's a pretty short flick. It's not too long. Hour and a half. No. A lot of movies in the eighties weren't typically that long anyway. So uh, check it out. So you can watch it. You can probably watch it with the family. I think most of it is decent or maybe kids that are a little more middle aged. and um, check out the soundtrack. Um, it's just a fun time and all that. Switch your mood uh, to a little bit more wholesome, a little bit more fun times and and mentality and everything. So check it out. And then just,
1: yeah, check it out and then check out Peter Cetera. And then uh, check out the Jack Parr song. Those are the two best songs on there, but I yeah. think the whole soundtrack is listen
0: pretty to, solid. Uh, as whole probably as just a listen to uh, uh, John Parr, listen to um, Peter Cetera, and then the rap uh from three men and a lady. <laughs> um listen to those over and over again. Maybe mix in the leprechaun rap. <laughs> One or two both. I mean, always. <laughs> always. Are oh, we gonna now every sure episode moving forward? That's gotta be mentioned somehow. <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> that was not planned at all, but it just seemed like it. Um, seemed check us out now next month will be June. We'll get into summer. It's getting to be nice weather. Um so we'll uh, have another episode coming out then. So oh kids, oh kids. kids. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. No. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, everybody. Stay safe out there. Uh, but like we always say, see this? See this? This, this is, is a hairy chest. chest. You want? You want one, one of, of
2: these?
4: Pretty girl. Down on Freeway Nine, take a look at her engine starting, give a purr and I roll on five by five. Free love on the free love freeway, the love is free and the freeway's long. I have got some hot love on the hot love highway, ain't going home cause my baby's gone. She's not dead. I made a seer,
0: a cowboy crying. Hey, buddy, what can I do? says, I lived a good life but about a thousand women. He said,
4: But why the tears? He says, Because none of them was you. What, you? No, he's looking at a photograph. Of, of you? No, of his girlfriend. The video was a show. Yeah, it sounds a bit gay, but It's
0: not gay. No.
4: Free love on the free love freeway. The love is free and the freeway's long. I got you. I love on the hot love highway. Going home because my baby's gone. She's gone. Free love on the free love freeway. The love is free and the freeway's long. I got She's gone, she's gone, yeah. Gone away. She's
2: gone, she's gone, yeah. She's just gone away. She's gone, yeah. Right, that's lunch. Okay.